In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Drop the mixtape, that shit sounded like an album Who'd have thought a countrywide tour would be the outcome Labels want my name beside an ex like Malcolm Everybody got a deal, I did it without one Yeah, nigga, I'm about my business Killing all these rappers, you would swear I had a hit list Everyone who doubted me is asking for forgiveness If you ain't been a part of it, at least you got to witness Bitches Beautiful as ever. This 
Welcome to your Tuesday episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey, and today we're going to do, we're starting the year slowly. We're going to put our feet in the water, our tippy toes. We just ate lunch, and we don't want to swim fully until the second week of January. So we're going to start something that we all enjoy, and that is, of course, recaps. Now, there was this amazing show that aired on Peacock a couple of months ago, maybe two months ago, that we, I never, I got to do one recap of, of the first episode, and I need to recap the entire series because I think it's a historical landmark series where all of these housewives came together. Uh, and of course I'm talking about the show Yellowstone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) no, um, uh, no real housewives, ultimate girls trip on Peacock brought, you know, it's like the Avengers of reality show housewives. And it really, all seven episodes, I think, really hit. So what I'm going to need you to do, if you haven't already, listen to the first episode I did. I'll I'll put that up on the feed again. It should be back like a month or so, but I'll put it up anyway. So it's like right there if you haven't listened to it already. But today we're going to be covering episodes two and three. I think we are. We'll see how far we get. We'll cover a couple news stories at first, too. Um, And I couldn't do it by myself. It would just be too hard and it's too fun to do by yourself. I need somebody with me. And so we have an old friend of the show come back. Uh, She recapped uh, an entire season of Dallas with me on the Patreon. She's been on the main feed. She's a TikTok star. Um, (laughs) She's, she's, uh, she also has lived with her parents at multiple times over the pandemic. Of course, I'm talking about Kate Legeko. Kate, welcome back to the show. Wow, hitting me with the parental uh, live-in situation. I appreciate Wait, was that. I, was I lying? But I didn't mean you had to. I mean, like, like you know, it was a, it was a pand, it's a pandemic. No. You, it's the comfort of your parents' hot tub. You know. No, we have that in common. We spent a lot of time with our boomer parents in 2020 and you know, 2021. It, yeah, in 2021, somebody actually, a couple of people that I'm close to go <laughs> said recently, "Hey." um, you like spend a lot of time with your parents. Like, like it was like, you know, like, yo, if they go, you really like your parents, don't you? And I'm like, I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I don't even really think about it in terms of like, you know, like it's just, they're there. So I, I'm going to be there too, I guess. Yeah. Well, they were able to own a home when it was actually affordable. So yeah, I'm going to stay with them. Well, yeah, <laughs> by the way, there, yeah, there's no possibility I'll ever own a home at this point. Like this yeah. is, you know, they are the last generation that is able to like, They'll tell yeah. me stories about the 60s and 70s and they'll be like, I could have a, a closet full of nice clothes, two cars, a house, and still have money left over, you know, like just to save. I'm like, what? Yeah. Meanwhile, I, I have, I would have had to have a man sign off on my <laughs> deed at that time. Well, <laughs> so. I, I mean, that actually, I agree with. Okay. That I think. Is right. Actually- right. Yeah. <laughs> Men, yeah but, but I anyway, see I, both sides. I, I see, see both yeah. sides. You know what, Kate? If you wouldn't speak out of turn, that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Kate, Kate, I'll ask when I want you to speak, okay? Um, what if that's how I start the new year? It's just like I just become just a horrible person all the way around. I mean, I'm a fan of Yellowstone, so I'd probably be into it because most of the guys are bad on that. And... Okay, so I, I finally finished the first season of Yellowstone. Yeah. I've started the second season and I'm at the first episode and spoiler alert, 
Kevin Costner has an ulcer that they operate on the farm. They're yeah. like, we got to get this out right now. And they cut his belly open like it's nothing. And he's just like all the cowboys are holding him down. I'm sorry. I thought this was supposed to be like the like the Sopranos or something. And it's like a soap opera. Like this is a oh, yeah. trashy soap opera. Not and only he- do they operate him at a farm, it's by a vet. Yeah, by a vet. And the vet, <laughs> seems, the vet seems to know exactly what she's doing, you know? Well, vets are pretty well-rounded, like from a horse to a guinea pig. So I kind of trust it, you know? What, no, it's like there's never... Yellowstone so far seems to be where it's like, we're going to let you know you're watching make-believe. Right. We're like, you are watching make-believe. Like a I lady's going to get impaled by a fence post. They, you know? they, they make the most sympathetic, uh, sympathetic character, the one with the most murders i guess i would call it yes. casey so it's that's what's so great by the about way it. that's the other thing everybody died <laughs> like there's flat out murders like every episode like this yeah there's barely a town left it has nothing on what 90s gary indiana murder rate or whatever um small town murder rate that's been obscene in the past century but you know i'm hooked <laughs> what can no, I, say? <laughs> I mean i'm gonna i'm gonna keep watching but also i just now i remember like everybody that's recommended yellowstone to me has been a girl like has been yes. a girl and now that's crossed because it's like it's a right. bunch of cow dudes that are all like and, and then i'm now remembering like girls going like i want rip to do things to me oh man and then i'm like that's yeah. like, of course girls are loving this i'm sitting here going like what the hell? Like, I don't even get this. And the guy who plays Rip, that's that dude with, he he's actually yes. a redhead. Yes, you know, I know. The, you know, like he grew a beard and put on some weight and now he's like a totally different guy. It's giving just for men vibes though. It's a little like one tone dark, you know, like, like they're taking a toothbrush and just putting black in like every other episode. It's really? so dark it, compared to a couple, natural, a but... couple of years ago, I was doing the same thing actually. I was darkening my beard with like like mascara and shit. Well, I mean, it, but women want to be a Beth and they want to be a Rip. They want to be both people in the in the relationship. Well, or the at least I Beth, do. You guys, there's a bat shit uh, character, Kevin Costner's daughter named <laughs> Beth, and she's a real housewife. Like she's not like in terms of that she's married, but she's like she's just she's strong and brazen and like like I'll fuck her and I'll fuck you and I'll fuck this right. and like. You know, and you can cuss, I guess, on the the Paramount Network or, or right. yell, whatever network this is on. And um, I don't know. Anyways, I thought it was very like I thought I was watching like something like very deep, you know, like The Sopranos. And like it's a straight up oh. soap opera. I'm not saying I dislike it. It's just not what I was expecting. You thought there were going to be a lot more like interpersonal conflict other than just like actual physical murders. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like it really reminded like I never watched the show Dallas in the 80s because I was a little uh-huh. little kid but I remember reading about Dallas as you grow up like the Who Shot JR and it was a CBS soap opera and we saw that on Real Housewives of Dallas they visited the the, the right. ranch that they shot at and now I'm like this is fucking Dallas this is Dallas with cursing I thought it was giving Legends of the Fall vibes in the oh, first episode. Oh, you are insane to even bring. <laughs> Legends of the Fall is like actually like a deep kind of like movie. I found it a little boring even. Okay, okay, so what? So you kill a son, you, you have another son be a wild and free cowboy, okay? And then uh-huh. you have another son that goes to try to be the politician. Like uh-huh. all, all it has is just Beth is just the... I, I don't want to get into it, but 
<laughs> I don't want to talk about. It. We're gonna talk about yellow. And and Beth is Caroline Bingley from Pride and Prejudice from the 2005, which I find hilarious because she's British and, and she does an amazing job. But okay. she looks pretty road hard, put away, wet. She, you know, she does. Smoking. Yeah. You know, but, they but, just, but by but by the way, that's sometimes a really hot look. The well, they're giving her like. I don't want to spoil alert, but she gets a lot of scars during the show. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, I've only, I I'm only want... up to like the second episode of the second season. So don't. Oh, does I love get, how now, she get now you're like, now? it's a soap opera, but now you're really worried. Well, I, that wait, I wait, 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 wait. Just because I say something's a soap opera doesn't mean I want to know every plot point <laughs> ever. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, I've, I've really managed to avoid Yellowstone. Sorry. I binge New Year's Eve after I, uh, somehow escaped the omicron uh cusp on christmas i decided to not tempt fate uh, i was i've been buckled down <laughs> oh let me guess is like on the third season does riff find a way to blow himself god that would be ideal he's like he's like trapped sure. he's trapped in the woods and he's like oh i need the comfort of he the bo- warm mouth but trying to make him into bolo yeah by the way wait that's a great segue to real housewives ultimate girls right trip. But by the way, I do want to talk two news stories before we get going and get your opinion on these. Uh, Also, I'd like to suggest that you don't blow today's guest appearance like Andy Cohen blew his CNN New Year's Eve appearance. Speaking of blowing, I feel like, yeah, we're going to ease into it, not go full Mayor de Blasio meltdown. Well, okay. My thing is... I knew, like, there was a rumor already right. today. This is Monday that said Andy Cohen reportedly fired from CNN. And I was like, bullshit. And what the, the rumor didn't like upset me because that's what rumors are in, a, in this day and age of Dumois, where you can like submit a, a side that's completely ridiculous. And, and no offense to, like, that's not speaking against Dumois because she says these are not verified. This is not verified stuff. This is just what I get. So you sometimes get the sense like, well, that's a ridiculous rumor. CNN got great ratings. This is exactly what they Mm -hmm. did last last year and the year before. They get wasted and he says stupid shit. That's the formula. He said something about de Blasio, which is, yeah, is hurtful. But also, if you live in New York, most people hate de Blasio. Like that's just Andy lives in New York. So you get drunk, you say stupid shit. But what I got pissed off about today is every Bravo account reporting the bullshit. Like, of like, come on, you guys. Like, you just think you got a post that can get a thousand, like, fucking likes and you're going to post just, like, rampant rumors that you know, like, that if you actually stop to think, that's not true at all. So, of course, people then comes out and goes, Andy said something stupid. We talked to him. We can't wait to have him back next next year. Exactly. And then you see those same accounts reporting, like, hey, guys, sorry about that. Anyways, can't wait to see him next year. You know, I'm like, I think that's shit. It's like, if you've got a bigger account, like, you got to start. Listen, I love to make jokes and make fun of people, but like, have some responsibility, you know. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm heated up about this. I know. I'm, I'm like, really feel like a therapist over here. Let it out. Um, I mean, <laughs> once I saw multiple TikToks about it, I knew that they hit gold and they were going to have him back because he got sound bites. He got great videos. Like it, it re- if it reached TikTok, as you are now uh, a convert, I listened to you today. Yes. You're obsessed. Uh, I, 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 I have joined. I guys, I I'll watch TikTok now before I go to bed. And then I'm like, I'm 30 minutes in all of a sudden, I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm learning to make like, like weird egg recipes that I probably have no plan on making. And I'm sitting here. I follow this one guy. 
he's going to the dollar store and making these amazing meals for like five dollars from just products at the dollar store oh the trader joe's ones are great i haven't hit trader joe tiktok yet oh uh, i can't wait i'll send you one and then it will put you on the algorithm <laughs> yeah no i really you've been on that tip for a while and you actually had yes. i guess some big talks as that i don't know if that's what they call them big talk no i i mean it's really hard because you have no idea what's going to gain traction. I started with some Carol Baskin videos way back in the day, just because I'm pretty good at imitations and accents are kind of my, um, my issue, but also my strength. You know, <laughs> accents are my strength as well. Uh, have you heard yeah. my Brock Davies? Hey, it's going on. I'm Brock from End of I'm seen as, okay. That's you're, an you're... Australian. That's an Australian accent. Oh, no, mate, that's not good. Yeah, it's um, also, also, one of your listeners I became friends with from Australia, and we DM all the time. And Who's I'm always that? like, what's it like to live my dream? To live in she Australia? She just messaged me. Yeah, she just messaged me because she's so excited I was coming on. But I, it's like my dream to, I think her name is Jessica. No, I don't know her name. But you know who you are. She'll well, sounds sounds like it's a tight friend. Tight friend. Well, not... <laughs> Instagram, you know, you don't know anyone's like real identity as, unless they have your their, a podcast with their name in it. I have yeah, those, just my first those name. Those poor idiots that do that. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you realize the stupidity of like social media when you post something like the Andy stuff and then you're like, well, yeah. people are going to have to wildly backtrack about that. And, and I, I don't know, for some reason it just hit me wrong today and I got kind oh, of I upset hate it about people- it. I hate it when people jump the gun like that and like, don't do any research. So I understand. Cause like, well, because you know, it's all, tr- they're all trying to keep up that thing of like getting people to like their shit. And like, you know, it's like always just like follow your own drummer. Like I, like I have a stupid weird sense of humor where like, I can't stop thinking about Che Diaz from sex in the city now. And that, why is are like- you, do- why are you punishing us? <laughs> oh, I don't know <laughs> that because I passed. I fast forwarded through that scene and the stand up. I didn't watch any of it. Hey, you know what? I'm Che Diaz. That's who I am. That's the stand up right there. My worst nightmare is when someone gets up and it's like, Have we fucked? You want to fuck me? Have we fucked? It's like, I, I don't know what that was a nightmare. And then I was out every other scene. The podcast scenes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, that's, I mean, by the way, Kate, uh, you're podcasting with me now, and you can attest that we have a yeah. team of people with us. We're in a very yeah. fancy recording studio. I rented one out for where you're at in Texas, and I'm one yeah. in LA, and we, we're drinking champagne right now. People are just walking by in the peripherals it's a busy, to their offices. It's a very busy, busy very busy, because it's podcasting, you guys. Things move so quickly in podcasting. Your first podcast is usually something uh, with a contract, producers, ring light. Yeah. Nobody's just putting this shit together by themselves. No, you need a, you need at least 30 people working on a podcast. At least. And and at least some sort of mysterious smoking hot producer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That he better come into play. I swear to God. And then. (laughs) <laughs> who's the girl the the lady in the wheelchair that's like the boss it's like carrie we need your we need your social media numbers up you are not posted since your husband died like so stupid 
But at the that same time, cool. I can't. I never want it to end. I never want it to end. No, I'll watch it forever and ever. Every iteration, any if it's uh, you know if it's Charlotte's dog goes to obedience training, I'm watching. Okay, yeah. that's I, I. I'm the age. I'm an elder millennial. My teenage years and early college were just begging someone with HBO to have me over to watch this show. So I'm stuck. I'm a lifer. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, like my sister gave me the entire Sex in the City DVD box set <laughs> once. Once she got once she got really religious. <laughs> no. But she's oh like, I'll, God. I'll, oh. I'll give it. I'll give it to my Satan brother. You know. Oh no! So she wasn't just from adolescence that religious. It kind of no, caught no, on it, later. It caught on Oof. later. And, but, I, I'm joking. I think it was because of religion potentially, but it is. It did. It did dawn on me that I'm like. She gave me the Sex in the City box set. I was like, who does that? You know, not not my sister, Kara, maybe your sister, Kara. I'd have to pry that from my sister, Kara's cold, from dead, my hands. cold dead hands. <laughs> We're all sex heads. Well, that's, you know, that's the, <laughs> the crappy thing about our generation, Kate, is that we're the generation that still has DVDs and stuff. And like, it's so embarrassing. Like, it's so I'm, I, I want today's generation to have something that they regret buying so badly, like I yeah, I'm so embarrassed to have as many DVDs as I have. Like I just it really just right. keeps me up at night how ridiculous that is. Well, I um I actually posted a TikTok today because I went through my room while I was quarantining in my parents' house. So there's like I have a box like my mom allows me to keep a certain number of things that they're very well kept and in like a certain box. And uh I found oh my Buffy, I have tapes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer tapes, but I feel like those will be cool. I think that's cool to have tapes. And then I have cassette tapes. I, I found a Sister Act tape, like a cassette tape. Yeah. I'm never getting rid of that. That's oh, in the, the grave. Sometimes I'm curious why I'm not gay. Like I have a <laughs> I have a Grease, I have a Grease 2 cassette tape. Hey, you Grease know who two, also not is, even Grease, Grease 2. You know whose favorite movie is Grease? My gay sisters. There you go. Maybe. Oh my God. Maybe yeah. I am gay. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. But hey, by the way, two? come on. That's, Grease. that's, let's roll. Let's roll. Let's rock and roll. Hey, no, come on. Let's get this show on the road. Let's do it for our country. country the red, white, the and, white blue. and the blue. I can do cool rider. I can, you know, oh, C-O-O-L-R-I-D-E-R. Um, and the last story I want to bring up before we get into Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is Steve Lodge, Vicki Gunvalson's yeah. ex, got engaged uh, just after dating this girl for a couple of months. And what is it between her and then we got Tom D'Agostino, Countess mm -hmm. Luann's ex, got engaged on New Year's, which was his wedding date to Countess Luann. What the fuck is it with all of these housewives ladies picking the worst possible people? Like, the thing is, like, all people break up, yes, but like, dude, have some class, man. You're gonna get engaged that quick, like, like, like have a little. Res I'm, I'm not. I don't love Vicky Gunvalson. Like, I Vicky has a lot of flaws, but like, mm -hmm. have a little class. Like, it's just gross to me, you know. Do you know what I'm saying, I mean, or is that just wrong of it, me? No, I mean, I was actually kind of triggered by Alexia on Miami. Um, on Peacock because she was, you know, planning her third wedding. And she was just like, deep down, I think every woman wants to get married. I'm like, I actually don't. And I think you're really bad at it. You know, like, <laughs> I think I'm better at marriage than 
they are. At least I don't, you know, not to be rude, but I was just like, I hate it when people say that, like they have to get married or multi. It's just like, why do people want to be tied up legally so bad? I I don't. Because it looks like a terrible way to have to get out of. I I will. I will say this. And this is horrible since I have been divorced. I was thinking last night as I was making myself do sit-ups, I was thinking, um, I was thinking, you know, I'm at this point where I'm kind of like not rushing to get into another marriage. You know, like what I'm saying? Well, I'm kind of like, okay, I did that. And it's going to take a lot for me to ever get back to that place, you know, like to to actually, to actually make something legal because it hurts so bad to get out of it. Like, I can't imagine rushing back into that. But now that I say that, what if I end up like being one of those people married like seven times? I mean, to each their own. I just, they always make it sound so like, well, what if I'm alone? So what? Like have friends, family, career. I don't, I don't get the desperation that some of them like exude, you know, when those, they're in those confessionals and they're like, what's going to happen to me? And you're like, you're going to live in your beautiful high rise. And, you know, if you need CPR, call the doormat. Okay. Cry me a river. You're going to be fine. <laughs> well, I'm we're getting gonna, breaking we're take, news We're right taking now. no prisoners in 2022. What's breaking news? What's going on? I'm uh, the Elizabeth Holmes verdict. Oh, what is it? Oh my God. This is amazing. What happened? It says found guilty on four out of 11 oh, federal that's... charges. I, oh. I don't know what the charges are. Uh, been found guilty of defrauding investors with false promises about true, their true. Yes. true. I'm gonna have to look, but you know, federal crimes, I believe you have to do a mandatory what 90% of the sentence. I have you no know, there's clue. no sorry, I'm sorry, I've, I'm no, I no, this is loving. wait, wait, wait. By the way, that's amazing news because we've covered Elizabeth yeah. Holmes on this have podcast you? before. Well, I was a huge fan of the HBO documentary two part yes. series, and I listened to the dropout uh podcast yes. series which I liked and she's a wacko and I'm, I, uh, there's, isn't there two competing films right now, if I'm not mistaken, mm. where who's playing it, who's playing the character of Elizabeth Holmes. It was, um, I want it big time. Was it, it wasn't Jennifer Lawrence. Was it? Yes. That's it. Jennifer Lawrence. Is it? And then I, mean, I believe the girl I'm from SNL, uh, dropped out Kate McKinnon. Oh my God, she would have been so good with that. See, voice. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't think Kate can do, or Miss McKinnon can do, kind of just like straight up. Like, I think you don't think she can change the I, world. I think Brian? But she, it would be like a sketch. It would be like a sketch. It, it I, be, I guess you're right. Yeah, it would be. She, she's playing Carol Baskin in the Tiger King series, though. I do know that. Oh my God. But I think that's the hard thing is that it it. it um, um it, it it's that it, i i well the kate mckinnon thing i'm just bummed because i don't like her anymore like ever since Ooh, she started yeah. well ever since she started doing every commercial known to man like oh, you notice right. how she's in tostitos some cell phone commercial it's like yeah. she she's the female version of um the dude from Shit's creek <laughs> no he's the, like, the, the son the son. the son yeah he's he's in every why am i blanking on his name it's like the most i know like, levy levy um yeah uh, eugene levy and um dan Le- dan levy. dan levy um but he's in every commercial under the sun and i'm like yo save some for everybody else like i know but it, <laughs> as 
Are you just coming from a commercial actor? Yeah, like, kind of, kind of. I mean, there's <laughs> kind part, of. part of it, but like you're like, and Kate McKinnon just like gets into these commercials where she's like, do they do it? But like she's just making faces and going, like it's not, it's frustrating to watch. It's like there's no, it's it's like comedy all of a sudden becomes like just the amount of faces and sounds you can make. It's it's like well, Jenny, Jenny McCarthy in the old days of singled out, you know, like loud, my, the, loud the number one. Funny. The anti-vax antichrist herself. Is that what you call her? The antichrist? Yeah, she's enemy number one in my parents' household, for sure. In your parents' household? Wait, like, do you hate them? So you're trying to make sure your parents hate them, or do your no? My, well, my dad would never say it out loud, but anyone who spreads misinformation about vaccines and autism is, you know. Oh yeah, because her son had autism, and she blamed uh, the vaccine. Not. Not the COVID vaccine, but other vaccines. Maybe she does. Maybe she blames the COVID vaccine now. Who knows? Do you think <laughs> your, son no got a, your son got extra autism? Like, I mean, that's that's from the COVID vaccine? Maybe. Well, did you maybe, hear that rumor today that Betty White, there was a rumor that went around today, another one that Betty White died because she got the COVID booster and her agent had to like make a statement today going, <laughs> This is not true, folks. She did not die because of a COVID booster. I didn't you know? see that. I think I have all anti-vax anything blocked on every platform. <laughs> like, I will say, though, January 6th, which I don't want to get. I mean, all I will say is by yeah. January 6th, we had so many news stories already happening, including right. a Capitol riot. And it looked like this is tame in, in compared to last year. Oh, that day. I remember that day, like just trying to work and be normal. And my sister and I, like not even being able to put stuff on the radio because we were like, are they going to get in? Like we just kept looking at each other, like getting updates on your phone. It was so. And then, of course, the there's that Dallas realtor. Well, not Dallas. She's up in Frisco that just started serving her sentence when she was like, I'm not going oh, to jail. Yeah. I'm white. And then and then she, by the way, I know exactly what you're talking about. And she before she goes. You know, the thing is, well, I, I'm I'm choosing this as like a weight loss camp. Right. You know, I'm going to, if I could just get these frustratingly hard 30 pounds off my body, I think prison will do it. And that, that will mean my stay in prison was a positive thing. I'm like, holy shit. I hope her license is pulled. Wait, real it, estate. Oh, real estate. You don't want, I mean, who cares? I mean, I mean, you, I don't want to do a real estate transaction and the opposing realtor is Jenna Ryan, <laughs> the insurrectionist. Wait, are you do you're, you're doing real estate now, right? Uh, yes. The opposing yeah. really, it's like law. It's like, there's a prosecution. It really is. Cause it's like, yeah, you're negotiating contracts and uh, kind of mind games and. Oh my God. We need yeah. a selling sunset, Texas. Uh, I'm living in my parents' investment property that I forced them to buy. <laughs> I wonder if I could live in your parents' yep. investment opportunity. Yeah, it's uh, rent stabilized, shall we say? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I, I. By the way, if Kate's parents are listening, I doubt they are. Please charge <laughs> Kate an exorbitant amount of money. She's lived off the teat for way too long, and it's uh, time to. No, I'm I'm self managing. I'm the property manager, so I am able to knock a little uh, money off. But I I did have to. My dad did say when we left after Christmas, he was like, "Bye, girls. Had a great time. Love you. Do you have a check?" And I was like, "Eh, no," because I didn't know I was going to be quarantined. 
for over a week. So I didn't bring my checkbook. God, boomers, man. Boomers. Even when they're your parents. Well, yeah, I have of, to pay my parents rent. It's great. Anyway. Speaking, speaking of boomers, <laughs> uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. <laughs> Perfect. Um, episode two is called Days of Our Wives, which is very funny because I think what it means is Days of Our Lives, but it's a playoff of that and it's Housewives, Days of Our Wives. Is that what, what is happening with that title? I only take it as a Days of Our Lives pun. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. The only... I think it's a very funny thing that they just did, right? But yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a little drama, but I mean, it's not too crazy. So it's no, not, it's it, no Yellowstone episode. Yeah, they do operate on Ramona's ulcer halfway through the uh, the at, <laughs> at, at the the location <laughs> yeah. of Triton Villa. Um, what is your thought overall of Ultimate Girls Trip? You know, did did you like it? I liked it because I really liked the format. I liked the editing, the music. Um, I thought you know, they didn't drag out scenes as much as they do on Housewives. I like that they kind of move on. I liked the Housewives after dark, you know, when they kind of- Yeah, the little bit at the end. Like the little bit at the end. After dark. I, yeah, I liked it. You know, it's not exactly Housewives, but it was kind of a little different in a way that I liked it. I, I actually enjoyed it very much. Well, what I said at the beginning or like on episode one is that what I really like about this is like a back to basics, but with mm-hmm. a spin. You know, it's like, I think we're getting into the habit so much of like needing criminals in our housewives or like, that's just who they're casting is straight up criminals. And this shows us that you can go back to basics of fighting over rooms. And it's fresh because they've put all of these people that we like from different casts all together. And it's like, I dip my chocolate in your peanut butter and I like it, you know, and that's what this is. And plus it has a, it, it, as the kids say, it has a fire um, song. Housewives of the Island, baby! Like, that is amazing, the theme song. It's a great ringtone. Oh, that's amazing. Wait, can you get that as a ringtone? There are still two criminals in the the show. Who? Who? Michael, that butler? I would count Teresa, who's already done prison time. Former criminal. Former criminal. Okay, well, until her record is expunged. And I think Luann still has a record. So, technically, I don't know. Okay, but I'm saying, okay, but that's very different than say like a Erica Jane, Tom Girardi defrauding orphans and widows, Jen Shaw defrauding the elderly. I mean, you know, Teresa's crime was, you know, her husband signing off on all these tax forms, getting money for themselves from the government, not from orphans and widows. And Luann fucking likes to party, you know, and she's Man. got a she's got a rock hard body, as she likes to point out she, in all of these. You episodes. know what? I hear nothing. I can't believe that bitch can smoke that much and look that good because she really does look incredible. She does, but it's it. And I want to say this in a very delicate way. Are you going to say she looks harsh? No, not at all. I just, no. I've never, even from the start, have ever found Luann attractive. Like, I know she's an attractive lady, but you know those things where you're like, there's attractive people that you're like, I know that person's attractive. I'm just not attracted to them. Like, I like Luann's, Luann's personality makes me laugh, but there's nothing about Luann. Like, when I see her flashing Michael and, like, flashing the girls, it doesn't do anything. But also, I'm probably one of the only people that's potentially looking to the housewives. Like, there was a shot of Kyle in the in episode yeah. three where we saw, like, some some cleavage while she's laying down. And I was like, damn, that's hot. I, I want well, to admit Kyle's that. Kyle's got that spinner body you know a little, what's a little spinner spin. butt oh wait a cu- 
Well, well those cute little, like she's petite, she's got, you know, the <laughs> hair. I think Kyle, <laughs> yeah, that's what you call them. They're like little tops, you know, just little. Um, <laughs> and, she, and, she, and she could do those splits, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, Kyle has much more sex appeal than Luann. I think the problem with Luann is she started with that real mom haircut, you know, the flip out, like blazers. And I feel like I can't erase that from my memory, that very mom upper whatever side in New York that is associated with, you know, like, I I don't think she can ever get rid of that stigma I have, like, of that first impression. Um, Okay, so we like this. Let's just refresh everybody's memory. We're dealing with Kenya and Cynthia from Real Housewives of Atlanta, Ramona and Luann from Real Housewives of New York, Kyle from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Melissa and Teresa from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Am Am I leaving anybody out? No. Okay. And is it weird that we don't have anybody from Potomac? And is it weird that Kyle's the only Beverly Hills lady? There's no one from Potomac. There's no one from Orange County. There's, yeah, that's it, right? Um, Yeah. I just feel like, I feel like every, I mean, I I hate to play Monday morning quarterback. I, I think it's a great cast, but I do wish that we had representation from all casts. Yes, and it is weird that they kind of have like two, 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 and then just Kyle. But do you think that maybe she, because isn't Kyle always like um, accused of being kind of like in with producers and all that? Do you yes, think she, yeah, totally. Do you think she just kind of chose to have her be the sole cast member on purpose? Well, I think, I mean, maybe. I, I heard rumors that they had offered Lisa Rinna, but I'm not sure if that's true. Thank God. I mean, don't not, do that Rena impression on me. Do I cannot? Well, take yeah, it tonight. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I can't I, take. I was yelling I brought that on myself. Yeah, you did. And by the way, we already know the cast of season two of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. And thank God, I don't think we have any Beverly Hills ladies. No, no. Oh, we have Brandy Glanville from the past. Oh, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, gonna be tough. Up. At Bluestone Manor, eesh, eesh, eesh. I mean, talk okay. about the 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 uh, al- that's the kind of the other things I wish I knew is like how much alcohol like was consumed during the making of this one, and then how much alcohol was consumed during the making of season two. Because I think season two's got to be like hands down. And Dorinda alone. Dorinda alone, yeah. And I don't say that like God bless her. Judgingly, like I, I really want them to be lubricated like that. But um, so we open up. We're at Triton Villa. We open with seashells, upbeat music. It's eight twenty a.m. Day two. Teresa's doing yoga. Uh, Cynthia Bailey's like, "Good morning. I had a lot of tequila last night." And today we find out is Luann's catamaran day. All of the housewives have their kind of own day that they yeah. get to plan some kind of event. And Cynthia lets us know she's doing her Shady Bailey cue, which now I'm almost like dying to have a barbecue just so I can call it a Bailey cue. Like it's <laughs> oh like, this God, is like, I mean, this is like, that. yes, the, totally. At, at the Dorit Buca de Beppo room. I know, like, but the, ba- yes, that's actually a great, the <laughs> Bailey cue at Buca de Beppo, you know? Put nine uh, lemons in a bowl and get on over. <laughs> the Bailey Buca de yeah. but. I also got to say just up top because this plays Look at the Bailey Q. <laughs> I got to say this plays right up top is that Cynthia, man, she takes this Bailey Q really seriously. I feel like it is like, all downhill from here. 
with yeah. Cynthia. It it she really becomes like Cynthia is such well, a bummer. I feel like we got to know Cynthia more than we ever have, yes. but like in a bad way. Like not in yes, a great in a bad way. way. Like, you know, and I'm not saying like she's vicious, but she's just that kind of angry that's like it's all like, you know, she's shooting looks and you can tell she's angry. She's walking around with a pout. She's not, it's like, it's, it's uh tense energy with Cynthia. And she's like a thousand times, like Kyle's already apologized several times, but I'm not over it. You're like, Oh my God. Yeah, just- like the way, even in episode three, she's snapping back at, uh, at Kenya. And she's like, well, those are my feelings. And that's how I feel. Like, it's like, uh, there's no, it's, I love people like that, that are like, well, I have a feeling. So just because I have a feeling that means it's not wrong. I mean, she really, I was really shocked that I'm going out of this with such a negative taste. I didn't see that coming from a mile away, but maybe, maybe that was a good strategy. Cause usually I don't think of her at all. I got to interview Cynthia before I had seen any episodes of ultimate girl strip. And I mean, Thank God. Like, I mean, cause I would have been like, yo, what was wrong on ultimate girls trip for you? Like that was not, that couldn't have been fun for you. You did not look like you were having a good time. Uh, I mean, she must've really liked the scenery and the beach because other than that, it didn't look like she enjoyed herself at all. But I mean, so, so we have this Michael character who's like the Butler and it's mm-hmm. weird on multiple levels. Cause he's married, but he also has his mom there, like helping in the kitchen. Right. And it's just Ramona's in the kitchen and she's, she's already being like, did you put, did you put butter in the eggs? I usually don't put butter. I don't put butter in the eggs. And she's already like over the shoulder cooking. Melissa wakes up. Uh, she's like, Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Everybody's overlooking the ocean at 10 AM. I guess there's tennis. Uh, yeah. Oh God. So Melissa says, you know, Ramona wants to do that by herself. And Luann comes by and says, don't let Ram- don't let Ramona talk you out of tennis. And then she flashes Melissa and Michael. Like Luann's like, don't let Ramona talk you out of tennis. And then she goes, here's my tits. And then she just keeps doing it because they're all like, and, and Melissa's like, Jesus Christmas, can I get some coffee first? And uh, and then Luann's like, Michael, we're sorry, we're so inappropriate. Oh! And then she like flashes again. And uh Melissa's like, I, I, I haven't seen uh, this kind of thing in such a long time. Kenya gets up. She twirls. She sees Luann. Luann immediately flashes Kenya. Like, we are seeing all of Luann immediately in this series, you know? Yes. I I mean, I didn't even blink when that happened. Classic Luann. Um, but I was more um, grossed out by Ramona's tennis outfit and, and stroke. So... I got well, over there, it pretty quickly. There's a scene in episode three where I was, I found myself just staring at Ramona's nipples because they were just so out there, you know, like they were just there. Like, I was like, oh my God, like I caught myself, not in a, like a sexy way. I was just like, dude, this is like making me uncomfortable, you know? She, I mean, she would make the most high person uncomfortable, you know, like, I don't know how you even function around a person of that nature. I can't, I can't imagine being around her. It's, it's gross. These are my nips. These are my nips. Do you like my nips? And then, and then later in the episode, she says her, her self-confidence, her body confidence is what is most difficult for her. You know, she's, she's, she contains multitudes. She can be both. She's, she's She's so multifaceted. She's the yin to her yang. But I, there (laughs) is something that I always wonder is that like, 
I mean, I know this is kind of gross, but like, I either like, you gotta, how is she in bed? Like, what, what is that like? Oh. I feel like she's like, the oh, same oh, way it she feels is good. It tennis. feels good. Oh, go to the left. Go to the left. Oh, 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 you're hitting it. You're hitting it. You're hitting it. You know? You know, I think she is the same way she is when she walks and does anything else. She leads with her tummy. If you notice, no matter how small Ramona is, she's got that little alcohol tummy. That oh. She just leads with it. It just pokes out. I laugh every time because she's a terrible bio person. And we all know what that is. It's kind of like that alcohol induced kind of like bloat, you know, and oh, I have right now. I'm, on, I'm on day three of sober January uh, just because I'm trying to get rid of my tummy, you know? Oh, I'm on day two and on day one of counting calories. And I just want to blow my brains out. Oh, um, I know. Not to be, not to go all Yellowstone on you, but because um, <laughs> I have to go to Hawaii in three weeks. Oh, why? Just for fun? Uh, my my dad's 70th birthday in Maui, if if Omicron allows. Hawaii doesn't mess around with the Omicron. Like, right. Hey, I mean, you better not leave your place. That, I have nightmares that someone's going to like think my Vax card is like, Fake. like not credible. But I have pictures and videos of every <laughs> vaccine I got. Okay. You, are you at the vaccine holding up a newspaper? Well, um, you know, my, my mom gave me like my first COVID vaccine. So like I took lots of photos of <laughs> my mom and, um, of course I made a TikTok. obviously. I wish my mom had given me the vaccine. <laughs> she, she gave me life and then she gives me the vaccine as well. That would be amazing. Um, I had a dream last night speaking of th- like, I, I was having this wild dream where like all my friends betrayed me, like my friend, Nick like my friend Nick bought, like my friend Patrick sold my friend Nick a house and my friend Susie and they didn't tell me about it. They didn't give me the opportunity to buy the house with them. And then I caught my friend Nick showing my buddy Tug the new house. And I'm like, what are you guys doing hanging out? They're from two different separate friend groups. And I was like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) And like, and then I have to go to this party where it's like all, like everybody's already buying houses without me. And I realized like in my head, I was like, oh, I'm the guy that can't afford to buy a house. Like I'm the guy. Like, so now I'm that guy. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm the wild one that just hasn't bought a house, you know? And Pat's on his second or third house, you know? I don't know what it means, but I woke up so angry. Oof. Yeah. And that dominated our our conversation earlier. We need to dig deep on why we can't own a home. Is it debt? (laughs) Is it because we don't... I mean, the obvious thing is I can't buy a home. Like that's the realistic, right. there's no like sleep. Uh, you know, you don't have to guess what that's about. That's about me not being able to afford to buy a home, but the friend betraying me stuff. What does that mean? Oof. My friend, Nick just had a baby. Maybe that's it too. Of like, I'm not like, I didn't buy a house or have a baby. Like this podcast is my baby. Well, now you you're know? even lower in his eyes. Cause that baby goes above you and now you're being replaced. At oh, least totally. you're getting, you're getting knocked down another, another peg. And it's such a cute baby. I don't blame the baby. The baby did not choose to be. I mean, I blame. I blame. I blame my friend. I blame my friend. I think it's okay to blame the baby. Screw the baby. You do learn those things. And you guys (laughs) listening, you guys do learn those things. You know, it's true. You know, it's what's true. It's like once you have like, you know, it's like, yeah, of course, they're not going to have time to like hang out with you. Like I get to go up to his place and hang out every couple weeks or something, you know, like, yeah, you know. But like, yeah, he's got to look out for that baby. Like now, like I used to be the baby in his life. And now yeah. there's like a new baby, you know? 
Well, I just enjoy that my friends have babies that I, I visit them in their environment, but they don't come into my environment because yeah. I do not live in a childproof. It is stairs and sharp corners as far as I can see. It's it's about as unkid friendly as it gets. And I like to keep it that way. <laughs> I yeah, Nick, I shit my pants too. change me. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Sorry. Okay. Back to Ramona. Back to Ramona. So, uh, Melissa immediately goes to Luann. They'll blur you. They'll they'll blur you. Don't worry. So Luann flashes (laughs) a third time to Kenya. And then we get housewives in the island, baby. And the credits start. And I love the lyrics for it. It's like them women as beautiful as ever. Are you ready? When the Caribbean touches, it makes you go, go, go crazy. It can, you've, you feel love, feel it forever, Mon Viva. I mean, I love it. I want to go there. I want to stay in that house. I want to go to that creepy guy that Ramona thinks she has a shot with, John, even though I'm we, he's gay. Isn't he? Isn't John well, first gay? of all, he's either gay or the fact that he would he's not dating a girl over 35. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, but he's like, what's the What's the pull of Ramona? Like, why is he entertaining this? Does he want to be on TV or is he? Yeah, I think the restaurant, I I guess. I guess. Yeah, he owns a restaurant. So we we open back up and Teresa lets us know that her fiance, Louie, gave her a card for each day that she is there. And this one one just says, knowing you are loved and adored, love you forever, Louie. And the thing is, like. That's not, I thought they were going to be like intense writing. He just lets the card do the work and he just says two sentences, which is creepier, I think. I'd like to pass. I'm very creeped out by him. I'd like to skip over all mentions of like, that is no, a I think I think happen. we need to like go on a record no. as saying this is a disaster. We need to warn the people listening that this is a disaster. To warn we're going people- to see it on Real Houses in New Jersey upcoming in a couple of weeks. Warn the people without eyes and ears that took one look at this guy. And know that it's a dis- I mean, it is God funny how her. us, the audience, really uh we really get things immediately. Yeah, like we we can see it coming from a mile away, so much to the point where it's like if I was a housewife, I would expressly just listen to the fans of like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, I would get you know? a focus group together, a little yes. two-way mirror. Like exactly. they do is that what they do like with commercials? Like, what did you see after you see this ad? Like, did you like this person? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, a, fo- <laughs> a focus group. You need a focus, a focus group. group. Yeah, yeah. So um, Kyle's doing a video. She's really tired. Nine thirty a.m. Um, they're at the uh, their little breakfast table. Ramona comes up and she's like, "I woke up at eight. I laid in bed at nine. And she's like very excited because she's in her tennis out- outfits. Um, Kenya in a talking head says, "I believe in second chances. I'll wipe the slate clean with Ramona, and I'll let her prove who she is." Um, and they all asked Ramona if John called from the conch shack and it's, that's his restaurant. Um, and she says, you know, he didn't. And, uh, but she goes, you know, who knows? I've got six more days. I've got six more days to get John in my pants. Um, Ramona, uh, Melissa says, shoot your shot. And Ramona goes, what does that mean? What does shoot your shot mean? What does that mean? Uh, Cynthia says, are you even interested in John? She goes, I don't know. If it happens, it happens. And they ask, how long are you married? She goes, over 20 years. How did you guys meet? He used to, Mario used to watch my butt while I worked out. We met at a restaurant and he said, you were that girl that wore that G-string with a ruffle, with a a skirt ruffle. 
Um, and she goes, whatever outfit I come in in became popular, Ramona says. Ramona is letting us know that she invented the crop top, which is amazing. She said she was a trendsetter, and I love it. All the women just drag her and their confessionals. I know. That is one place that women are very sensitive about, I feel, like fashion. They are not going to let somebody take... You mean your strong suit, Ryan? No, but it, no, I'm not saying my, I know, I know my strong suit isn't fashion. What I'm saying is that I notice girls are like hop on somebody saying if they're fashionable or not. Girls are like uh, on it. Like they're like, yeah, nope, that's me. Nope. Yes, I would agree. Very, very few housewives have style. They're all of them are styled. None of them have style. Ooh, that's like Oprah's. Have, are, were you silent or silence? Oh, Absolutely. I'm basically Oprah. <laughs> yes. um, Kenya immediately in a talking head goes, you started a global trend because you wore it at your local gym. Sure. And oh Melissa my goes, God, Kenya. Melissa goes, Ramona's world, we all just fucking live in it. Um, and Kenya says, you have a very high self-esteem, Ramona. Um, Luann asks what Ramona, like, what, Ramona, what are your tennis gloves? What are, what are those? And are those goes, golf gloves? Are those golf gloves? <laughs> Melissa says, you don't want to play with me, Ramona? And she goes, I'm using it for the first 40 minutes of the lesson. You can have the last 20. Like, I love that Ramona is not somebody that shares. No, and I, I agree she can go after Melissa like this. She know, she always knows her prey. Um, I would have loved it. And Kenya gives her a little pushback. But if Kenya was really wanting to play tennis, I would have loved to see her just say, you know, you get you get 20 minutes and I get 40, you old bitch, and just pushed her off the court because um, – Ramona that's she's the worst kind of person and with Kenya it's it's that old motto you got the right idea but the wrong bitch um, <laughs> which is what I say when anyone tries to like, right idea wrong bitch and I wish she would have pushed harder because having to see Ramona just a couple strokes look as fucking awkward as she did it, it made me want to gouge my eyes out am I being dramatic I really oh, don't not, like Ramona. You know, a little, a little, who knows? But Ramona lets us know, we can all agree with this. Exercise is very important. You need 40 straight minutes. And they play this kind of Rocky theme. Sure. Music, and she goes, I offered Melissa 20. That's generous. And uh, Ramona is like <laughs> getting loose for the courts, trying to find a racket. Uh, she's like, Melissa doesn't even know what doubles are. Um, Trey and Cynthia go on a walk. And Cynthia says, you know, like, you having fun? And Trey goes, this is going way to, this is like going away to college and getting, I can't do fucking Teresa accent. Going to, this is my same accent I fucking do for Gina. Uh, getting, I, know, you know, I know you're doing, well, you're not far off. You're giving yeah. East Coast. Okay. Cynthia immediately kisses Teresa's ass and is like, you're the sweetest, coolest. You got good vibes. You're one of my favorite here. And Teresa goes, oh, same here. It's all energy with you. I love that's like such a new thing in the last couple of years of talking about energy. the energy. Yeah. Like, I love that. It's like gone down to the housewives. Um, I mean, yeah, it's gotten down to the South. That used to be kind of a LA thing, I would think, but it's all about um, like signs and geodes and crystals. And I kind of love it. It's, it's harmless. Yeah. It's harmless. So I like it, but I do like seeing tree out of New Jersey because I didn't, I hate her in New Jersey. I did not mind her in this. I've like, grown I like, to dis yeah, I've grown to dislike her in New Jersey. Right. But here when she's not around that kind of, you know, intense pressure and needing to put on a show, it was she's actually way more relaxed. Like I think I could get along with Teresa. I, 
Yeah, I do. I like her away. Like Teresa just has that thing though, is that Teresa's a very, I, she, she's a cool lady, but at the same time, she just doesn't, there's a, a thick wall in her head that she just can't see past a certain viewpoint. No, no, she you know? can't. Yeah, no, and it's, yeah, it's, she it's, can't. It, it's so, you know, you you see it again and again with Melissa. You see it always yeah. with Melissa. She just doesn't get Melissa. And Melissa, lover or hater, you know, Melissa kind of gets it. Like she's able to see what's happening in front of her eyes, you know? And that's why I still find it funny that Melissa has been on since season three and she still gets like this like bad rap. And I'm like, I like Melissa. I don't get the Melissa hate. I don't. Uh, no, and I always, with them, because they're sister-in-laws, I always try to say the answer somewhere in the middle. Like, I think they've both done things for production and, you know, gravitas. But I, I don't dislike Melissa either. She's just kind of a non-factor to me. You know, it's like, eh. Yeah, exactly. It's just like. Like, you know, she's she wouldn't disrupt my dinner party, I don't think, if I brought her, you know. Yeah. No, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that at, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I am a pro Melissa person. The only thing I don't okay. like about Melissa is the, she's Joe. done. No, no, I like Joe. Joey's <laughs> funny. Like, you know, he's like, you know, I'll tell you something that stands between me and you positivity. That's a Joey Gorga original. Um, I don't like what Melissa did to her lips. Melissa Gorga. Yeah, there's like a weird like fish kind of like, you know, it's either filler or she could have gotten a lip flip where they take out a little That's bit of skin it. right I think here. It's a lip flip. I can't believe I'm doing that in the camera right now. I'm like, but, you know, some people are very uh, self-conscious of their lips. Well, she's got sure. a rock. She's got a rock and bod. <laughs> well, she absolutely does. But I was having a hard time finding flaws in any of these women's bodies except for Ramona because I don't like her. Um, Kenya made me question my sexuality. Like Kenya is just, she's hot. looks incredible. Yeah. Like, but they, they all do in their own way, but che better than all. Che, che Diaz made me question my sexuality. So I can't believe that that's what I'm missing. Cause I fast forwarded and now oh I'm going to hear God, your... It's the biggest scene ever. Um, so Tra Teresa and Melissa are talking about um, that they're in a good place uh, right now, but like Melissa could have been like, um, Teresa keeps bringing up this, like I live by the Godfather movie. It's about loyalty uh. and respect. And Melissa's never watched that movie. She's never even watched it. Teresa keeps letting us know. Um, Kenya, uh, Kenya really touched me. Teresa says, I know she's going through a divorce, leaving her kids when I went to jail. 11.5 months, three months later, Joe went in and he never came home. And we know what happened with that. That's the other thing that I love so much about this show. We get to revisit their greatest hits in a way, but from a different, we get to see these ladies react to like their greatest hits. Like we know how we feel about Teresa going to prison, but it's awesome to watch like these ladies take it in, you know? About her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Teresa's just that whole scenario is listen she lost time with her mom she was never get, getting back with joe she's gonna despise him but be cool for the girls um she made the right decision but she's about to make the wrong decision with louie as we all can see um but uh, maybe it'll make for great tv but i can't wait to um revisit those 
videos of him on the beach, you know, with his bros when he's like <laughs> apologizing, you know, that those haunt. I want you to forgive me. I've got my, I am here doing the work. My name is Louis. I'm in an all men's group. We all look like California raisins. We are in direct sunlight. Please forgive me. It was so epic. Um, Teresa also lets us know that after her mom passed away, she got so resentful that she lost time with her mom when she was in jail. You know, uh, if I didn't go away, I would never have lost my mom when I first saw him. She's talking about when she first saw Joe, that would be the test if they would stay together uh, in Italy. And Kenya asked, what do you, what did you feel? And we get the flashback of that, which was such a dark episode of that. And she goes, I didn't feel anything. I hate to say he laid on top of me, clothes on. He was trying to kiss me. I couldn't even open my mouth. And that was so sad because I remember I remember that scene of like that realization that Joe Gorga had Joe Giodici had where he was like, fuck, she's not into me. Like, I remember it, that, that episode, I remember talking about it on the pod. Cause I thought it was one of the saddest scenes ever. Yeah. She should have been out when he said, here comes my bitch wife, but you know, I mean, she that, hung is in true. There. that is true. But I, it lo- is- I love that. That's how Amy Phillips opens her show every day. She's like, it's your bitch wife. <laughs> it makes me- <laughs> so I think about it. I'm like, God, that was so dark when he did that. It is funny, though, to think about like we all. That's why I like the Housewives, too, is that you're right. Joe Giudici did that shit in Italy. And it's like at some point you do pay the piper. You know, it does come around. And I think hopefully that makes you a better person, you know? Yeah, I mean, learn from your mistakes, but it doesn't look like she's going to. It looks like she is going to marry Louie. Teresa also lets us know, she goes, I wrote four bestsellers. I have six books. So obviously I'm doing something right. You know, I swear to God, she keeps like changing the amount of books she's written like throughout this. I think later she says she's written eight, eight books. I don't know. Um, Michael Good for said, her though. No, God, I love it. I wonder how many of those, like, I really do wonder what her participation level of those books were. Like, is it a Carol Radswill? Like, are there no. ghostwriters? Like, I know she had ghostwriters, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's probably like a Mariah Carey level of participation. Like, <laughs> or, or, you don't, or, not, or you don't think Mariah Carey wrote her book? I'm just going to guess. <laughs> <laughs> Even though my sister read it and said it was incredible. I, I'm no, no, not joking. No, I, God, I'm sure if you like Mar- Mariah Carey, it's amazing. You know, she, you know, she, she didn't have a, it gives a lot of explanation to why she, is in excess and has stuff. Anyway, that's sidebar. So we're getting ready to go to the yacht, you guys. Uh, I write, Kyle looks great in a bikini. Ramona goes, not bad for us. <laughs> not bad for us. <laughs> not bad for us. Because she's in her swimsuit. Cynthia says, um, you're boring. You're you're going to be fighting with your areolas or something like that. I don't know. I think I misspelled that. That might not have happened, you guys. Oh, because of the there. top? I think so. Like you're going to be fighting. I think they say that to Kenya, right? And her swimsuit. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, You're going to be fighting with your areolas the whole day in that, but damn, does she look good. And Luanna Luanne says to Michael of like, are you going to make my froses, Michael? Because Luanne has her own frose line, a non-alcoholic frose, which I admire. You know, I hope she's sober. Um, No, absolutely not. There's no way. I, I, I try to believe in the, the best in people, you know? I think she's just someone that is sober for aesthetics, optics, you know, but I mean, 
I'm pretty sure that bar tab she skipped out on in Boston the other day was probably full of. We've that we've never wasn't that in DC. I get yeah oh DC Boston or I one of them. We've never gotten proof of that, you guys. That is all conjecture. Um, <laughs> we all get to the yacht. Everybody's excited. Teresa calls Louie and is like, "You like my bathing suit?" And he's like, "You look gorgeous, babe. You look gorgeous." Uh, Melissa looks snatched, as the kids say. Um, Kenya says, look at that hard body. Like Kenya and Melissa got some flirties going on. Um, Kenya's asking Melissa, what are you going to drink, babe? And, uh, Melissa orders a margarita with vodka. Is that like a thing? Like I've like, what you could No, I don't ever want to think about that ever again. Like it kind of makes me nauseous like a little bit. I don't know why. It will. I'm trying to think of how that tastes. I don't know why one would even do that. Tequila is supposed to be the new liquor du jour. Is it? Oh you yeah, know, like, it really is big. It used to be tequila sodas for the girlies, and now it's what uh, tequila, right? Tequila so- ranch waters or ranch waters. You don't drink ranch water. What is ranch? Is that like ranch dressing and water? It's, what is ranch it's waters? Tequila soda, bro. Oh, I didn't know of- that. I just thought it was called a tequila soda. Oh, I mean, I, I get cans of ranch water. I guess I just don't I'm forget gonna vo- what's... I'm going to vomit. What? That's what they call it. <laughs> More like on the ranch. You never gotten um, like a Topa Chico and they put tequila in it and then they put a lime on the top? No, never. That's what they do. Okay, well, you go to Tom Tom and order a ranch water. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, like right now or like I, I'm... Absolutely. Goodbye. Meet you there. Um, okay, so Ramona talks to Teresa and she goes, I'm really impressed with you so much. Uh, we have both buyers from Macy's in Herald Square. Trey, we find out, works in handbags and Cal- Calvin Klein. And she goes, I worked at Calvin Klein. So all of a sudden, you know, Ramona's getting along with somebody. And Ramona says, I admit, we started off Rocky when I called her a scarecrow. Uh, Ramona called Teresa a scarecrow in the, the first episodes. Uh, Ramona says, uh, I know now Teresa's really smart. If she can be a buyer, She's really smart, which is hysterical to me, you know? Uh, I mean, no shade to buyers. I'm, but I'm, um, I live in the town that Neiman Marcus built and a lot of people go through the buying program at Neiman's, although well accomplished, (laughs) it's just like real estate. You can have people really good and you can have kind of dum-dums, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, in every in every profession i think there's dumb doctors you know so it doesn't Um, automatically qualify you to be smart um ramona says that she googled kenya uh she's like i like to research people i do and luann says i have a great story two girlfriends said i have a guy for you and i missed the call from the guy that they were trying to set me up with and in the interim he googled me and he saw i'd been arrested and there's a flashback to the I'm going to kill you arrest. And he goes, he never called me back. I stayed home that night and I was in tears all night. I was heartbroken. And she's actually tearing up. It is actually kind of sad. And it, I like that that peek into, you know, like I said, like the, the what happens in the aftermath of these kind of historic housewives things, you know? Yeah, I mean... It's only the consequence of her own actions. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I know, but so, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's fascinating to get their their take on like the actual 
you know, they, they had to face the stuff they did. And it actually does sure. follow you around, you know? And I do like that fourth wall that they kind of break where, you know, when they're talking about things, consequences of being famous, that's kind of a nice, refreshing thing that they don't get to do on the housewives. Or I don't know if they tell them not to do that, but on this show, being able to talk about fans, cameos, be, I, I enjoyed it much more. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I really love that yeah. we're, we're in the real world. Like these things yeah. happen, you know? Um, Kyle goes, well, you're elegant, Luann, and amazing, and you're going to meet the right guy. Everybody's like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, okay, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> and Luann goes, it's scary for a man to date someone who's on TV. And uh, Cynthia, we find out. I didn't realize Cynthia was at Luann's wedding with Tom. And Kenya asks about Tom. And when she does, Ramona gets up and goes downstairs. Kenya's like, you know, Ramona, she's sharing with us. Why are you going downstairs? And Ramona goes, I heard the story already. I'll go down. I'll come back up. And all the girls are just aghast. I mean, I it's, it's really fucking rude. It really is. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yay, you guys. It's our first commercial of the year. This podcast this week is sponsored by our good friends at BetterHelp. Now, we talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show. And this month, we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. Uh, we've been taught that mental health shouldn't be a part of normal life. I think that is completely wrong. If you listen to the show, you know how wrong I think that is. Uh, it is just the wrong opinion, and I can tell you that with 100% certainty. We take care of our bodies with the gym, the doctor, and nutrition. We should be focusing on our minds just as much. Now, uh, I was even thinking about this in terms of 2022 resolutions, right? We all, uh, most of us made resolutions for the year. It's like, I want to lose, uh, you know, I want to lose my gut. So I'm going to work out a bunch. Uh, that's not me. I have a six pack. Everybody knows it. That's totally true. But, you know, we all uh, have these things like I'm going to eat right so I can get healthier and do this and that. But we should have that 
same thing with our mental health. Our mental health affects our happiness. Um, and if you put just a little bit of time in on your mental health, you are going to see it pay dividends. And with BetterHelp, they help you do that. That's why I think this company is just so, so amazing. It's customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera even if you don't want to. Even though I think, you know, you do. You're all very attractive people. So uh, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. So this podcast, So Bad It's Good, is sponsored by BetterHelp. And So Bad It's Good listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash so bad. So that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash so bad. Um, and just this really is one that I take very, very seriously. You guys know how much this means to me. And I really think we're right at the beginning of the year. Don't just make goals for physical and uh, you know, to get richer and all of this stuff. Try to make uh, emotional goals too. And I think better help can really help uh, with those. So now back for the remainder of our show. Yeah. And, but part of me is like, what would it, what would that be like to just decide, you know what, no matter what the optics, I've heard this story, I'm out. And like, just having that really like, self-centered like what is that like to not have any of that like normal you know to be honest she probably lives a happier life than most of yeah us, you know it's like she just don't doesn't they always care. say that about yeah don't they always say that like probably the dumbest people are the happiest you know they don't <laughs> yeah i mean and in this case, but it, it in a, a part of me was like wow what would that be like to just it's not even that it's because she wants to do she didn't even want to actually do something rude to Luann. It was how can she make herself feel better at every moment? And if that comes at someone else's consequence, you know, fuck it. She got to do what's best for her. And that, you know, it, she it's truly lit. She truly lives her life that way. She really does. Oh my God. It's, it's kind of incredible. Um, so Luann lets us know, you know, she puts up a lot with Ramona. Um, you know, I would never act the way that she does. And Teresa agrees with that. And Luann goes, uh, you know, to continue her story. She's like, I was madly in love with Tom. Um, you know, I wanted to marry him. Kyle asked, is this the one Bethany was talking about with Bethany did the iconic it's about Tom. And so we get the flashback of that. And I, I just wrote like so many iconic moments. I do love shows like this, where we get to revisit these kind of big moments and then Luann lets us know he cheated on me when we were engaged and I still married him. He didn't know how to be a <laughs> husband. I married my drinking buddy. And right. it's so dark because we know he's engaged again, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was a very honest moment. And I was like, touche. You know, I, I'm sure a lot of people make that mistake and don't know it till it's too late. So. Oh, and Kenya says in a talking head, you know, we're a lot alike thinking that you can love the bad away. And it just doesn't work like that, which I thought was a very insightful comment from Kenya. Yeah, Kenya makes some good points. Um, Kenya normally is so ruthless. And even though she has some ruthless moments, I came out more of a Kenya fan. Yeah. It, yeah if not totally. just her ability to stand up to Ramona was fantastic. Yeah, I, I totally agree. 
Ramona comes back up and she has lip, lip gloss to give everybody. And Rose like, I'm giving you lip gloss. And, you know, it's promoting someone else's line. And Kenya's like, we're talking about Luann. We aren't talking about lip glosses. And Ramona goes, I was married for 22 years. You don't see me crying over stuff, you know? And then in a talking head, she goes, her and Tom were married less than a year. Sorry, but not sorry. And it's like, Jesus, <laughs> girl, like, oh, my God. Ramona goes, it pushes buttons because in the press, it says, I dated him. I did not date him. And Luann goes, that was a trigger for you. And Kyle in a talking head goes, Ramona is acting like a self, uh, self-serving monster. Uh, the level of selfishness is beyond, you know. Uh, and Luann goes, I was married to Tom. He broke my heart. And you're making it about you. And she goes, I just needed to get a goddamn drink. And, you know, you're turning and making it things about I don't care. And Melissa says, it came off wrong, Ramona. And, uh, you know, it, it's just funny. I love, I think Ramona is, she'll just never admit defeat. None of, she just never admits defeat. Ever. It's Ever. like you said, she just doesn't care. No, it is. She thought she did what was best for her in that moment. And how, why is there another option? There is no other option for her. It's only, you know, it, yeah. it's like getting up and, She's someone that would get up at a restaurant, go into the kitchen and ask where her food is. You know, Lu- Luann leaves with Kenya on the boat or goes downstairs. And Kenya says, you took up for Ramona and said she wasn't a horrible person and that she acts like a horrible person. Luann hugs Kenya and uh, Luann says, I'm OK, but she's just a fucking asshole. And <laughs> yeah. R- Ramona's back up on top. Uh, you know, she's talking to Teresa She's like, I'm just going to sit here. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to sit here the whole time now. And Kyle says, I'm going to lay in the sun. They start doing laying out like little ever. All the girls are doing their laying out thing. Um, you know, Kyle gets in the water and she's like, let me know if there's a stingray. It's, you know, just taking pics of uh, asses. Melissa's playing grab ass a lot with the ladies. Do you realize Melissa is very touchy feely with the ladies? Do you think there's yeah, anything there? It's, it's kind of that hot girl attitude. Yeah, like, but I think, you know, there was always those rumors, remember, about Melissa and ladies? Like, remember that? Like, she had, like, a high school girlfriend, supposedly. I mean, sexuality I is a scale. It's I, very, I be... yeah, no, women yeah. Like, are definitely, like, there's more sexual fluidity with women. Um, absolutely. Yeah, totally. See, I've always just, I can't, I just can't make the connection to want to be emotionally invested in a woman, but, like, can really find women like attractive and like but like i mean do you think i i do not want to wake up and like men every day okay um but so it, it is so much easier to uh, you're right or or maybe it's just that men just know that there's such a stigma on it they're not willing to admit it like you know how women are like yeah we're like oh she's attractive yes it's so hard for guys it's so hard for guys. Yeah. I mean, well, I just meant society, society puts that like one, you, if you were to even find, say a guy is like 2% attractive, you might get, you know, all kinds of comments. I mean, we're so brutal. I get, I, I, you know, the older I get though, like, I don't care. Like I have a bunch of people that think I'm gay and it's like, I really truly don't care anymore because every gay person I know is pretty fucking awesome. Like, you know, like, except for Che Diaz. <laughs> and, and even that, even that, I don't know, like, you know, like, so I, I don't know, like, I don't... it did it again. No way. What?
does it do? Hello? Okay, there it is. What? Okay, you can hear it? Yeah. You can hear me. Okay, God, that got scary. That got scary. I can't do this. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, a, I'm on a diet. Okay. So Cynthia now is talking to Kyle about her ex, Mike. No, sorry, about her husband, Mike. And she's like, you know, I don't want to be married to, you know, I'm married to my best friend, um, but he's got hoes sliding into his DMs, you know, young hot girls. And Kyle says, you know, my husband doesn't even know how to work Instagram. And he gave it to me. And I look at the DMs and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? There's all these girls sending boot pics. By the way, I do. I think I think Mauricio knows how to work Instagram. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, he's like, oh, baby, I don't even know what, what? you put pictures. What? I didn't know this. Like, you know, social I think- media for the agency. Are you kidding me? Mauricio's yeah, he's not dumb. Like, come on. Like, please don't make him like a dummy. He's a pothead, but he still knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he knows how to work it. Yeah. So in all areas yeah this guy (laughs) mo fucks cynthia says you know me and mike don't have the best communication skills tone is something i have to work on and by the way that's very like tone is something you have to work on here in the island cynthia um (laughs) kyle goes i get annoyed but would i want anyone else's husband no and uh kyle lets cynthia know that it's important to surround yourself with other happy couples because you don't want him hanging out with a husband that doesn't like their wives, which all I was thinking about was PK, you know, or oh, love. I love my wolf, Dory, you know. <laughs> Not the head, the ankle. Do the fucking ankle. <laughs> um, that may, that may, come on. PK kind of went up a notch after last season, even yeah. though he's probably a gambling, like, terrible person. Who knows? Um, Kyle is just, uh, Cynthia says at the end of the scene, Kyle is just so open and transparent. And I think today is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, which unfortunately Ooh. is not the case. Uh, wah, the yeah. It's not where that's headed. Uh, on the way back, Kyle accidentally posted something to her IG story and it was ugly. So she had to delete it. And she said 58,000 people had seen it already. That is wild. Wow. That, that's is, wh- wild. that is wild. Um, so 50 minutes ready to get ready for the shady Bailey Q. Cynthia is practicing her questions. I love how serious Cynthia takes this thing. Um, Ramona, uh, you know, they tells Ramona, do not create drama tonight. Be a team player. You like all the girls. You want them to like you. Oh yeah. Ramona's telling herself this in the mirror. She's like, do not create drama tonight. Be a team player. You like all the girls. You want them to like you create, don't create drama. Your eyes. This is the show. She's what? Oh, she's like, doing it. And I noticed that her makeup and her makeup bag looks like complete, like old lady shit. Like it looks so bad. Like, <laughs> like, like, like Avon products. What do you mean? Or just yeah, like throwing yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Geritol. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, they, they're getting ready for the Bailey barbecue, the shady queue. And it's 8.05 all of a sudden. We're downstairs and Kenya is still getting glam. The Bailey queue started at 8 p.m., you guys. Cynthia was very clear about this. And everybody's down. Ramona even got herself there. And, you know, Cynthia's like, I guess we're going to go ahead and get started. Welcome to my third annual Bailey queue. And uh, Ramona says, if I showed up an hour late, I would be dead. Um, So they're going to present awards. She's going to ask these questions. I like that she thinks this is a complicated game, but it pretty much is like, who do you think is the prettiest? And then people just put their answer and then they, they award the person who's the prettiest. It's, it's really 
so such a simple game, you know? Uh, but of course, we have the initial pushback from Kyle, which will now take us through multiple episodes <laughs> of Kyle being like, I'm sorry, I just didn't want to put anyone down. And I actually understand that, Kyle, listen, you're on a housewife show, women against women, don't pit women against women. And, and you're having someone say, all right, who's the prettiest? And you don't know who's maybe if she's kind of fishing for a fight, you know, you don't know Cynthia's intentions because, you know, she doesn't fucking know Cynthia. And I, it, Kyle at least could say, okay, is this supposed to be really shady? And then, you know, yeah. Cynthia explains more about God, Kyle is going to wish she was never born after <laughs> this. Uh, like uh, Cynthia took it to a level of but insanity. See, that's, what, that's what I love about the show is that it, you take it to this level. Like it, it, all it has to be is simple. Like, you know, these housewife shows are starting to overthink things and doing these huge plot lines when all you have to do is just be upset about like a, a right. Bailey Q game. It's like so easy. Uh, like we're doing best, but, and uh, Kyle's like, we're going to vote who is the best woman. And I'm not comfortable with that. Kenya finally comes down and on the way there, she's like, I'm starving. And so Kenya gets herself some Mac and cheese, which is also a huge plot point. So sit, right. you know, sits, Kenya sits down and Cynthia's like, Kenya has played this game before. She knows I'm not trying to make anyone uncomfortable, but then she notices that, that, uh, you know, she's got some Mac and cheese and Cynthia's Ooh. like, Whoa. And she's like, I have low blood sugar. And Kyle's like, I do too. And, uh, you know, I would have killed, I would have killed. I would, if I were sitting at that table for an hour, but you know, all disclosure, I'm a time freak. I'm never late. Five minutes late is I might as well throw myself out of a window. I don't like it. Um, so if someone sat down an hour late with macaroni and cheese, I, you would have thought Teresa's flipped the table was child's play. I would have burned that house to the ground because I would have been so mad. And quite frankly, it's something that Ramona would do. And now I'm like, oh, are Ramona and Kenya just the same kind of self-centered and that's why they butt heads? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's exactly right. I mean, that you nailed it, you know? Um, so Thanks. Good night. Gonna, yeah, no, not not so fast. <laughs> um, so fast. So they're doing this game. They all get food, and and uh, Cyn Cynthia Takinia is like, "Here's the deal. We played these games before. My interest it, it's, it's supposed to be fun and to get to know each other be better." And Kenya says, "Well, why don't we just play taboo?" Um, and she goes, <laughs> and, "And Cynthia goes on your night. We can maybe play taboo." And Kenya says. Okay, you know, we throw shade like it's nothing on our show, but you know, maybe here it's different. Um, and Melissa goes, Taboo, I used to play that all the time. <laughs> and Ken Kenya says, I think Cynthia needs to give these ladies a pass on this one at a talking head. Uh, Luann's like, How do we play the game? Let's get this party started. Uh, Ramona has the first one. She's like, um, You know, who's like the best late. I don't know. It's, it's so, it's such a basic game. You know, it's like Ramona picks who has the best. Who's butt. the sweetest. Who's yeah. the smartest. Who's the prettiest. Like Tra Teresa gets best butt award for Ramona. Um, you know, who would have sex like Luann. Cause I saw her today and she turned me on. Teresa says, um, you know, it just, it's just dumb. And like, there's nothing to hear. The game is so simple that I did find Kyle. Like it was funny that Kyle even had a problem with it, but right. Cynthia, her reaction to it is extremely 
you know, insane because in episode three, it even gets worse, you know? Uh, and I felt like Kyle's apologies were sincere and like, hey, man, I didn't want to. I'm sorry. I get it now. I didn't mean to cause a ruckus. I was a little confused at first. That that really should have been the end of it. Yeah. But they actually get to deeper moments. Kenya says, you know, um, before Brooklyn, uh, her greatest fear was getting older and never finding unconditional love. Uh, but now it's never, def- you know, finding that with a man because she does have unconditional love with her daughter. Uh, Cynthia says, finding love again. I have a great life. None of, you know, none of it's fun by yourself. Melissa says, I come off confident, but confident, but I'm very insecure about leaving Joe alone. I've never caught him, but I have daddy issues. I saw my dad cheat his whole life. Right. My mom suffered always. And I'm worried that my family is going to break. I'm envious when you can enjoy your girl's night and I can't do that. And I thought that was really fascinating. Oh, there's nothing worse than a girl who can't enjoy girls night. But that really made me, you know, take another, you know, like I need to give people more grace because that that sucks because I can't imagine having, you know, quote unquote, the most important man in your life show that kind of disrespect. And, you know, that it could if it could happen to your mom, it can happen to you. You know, I I come from the same background you do. Our parents are obsessed with each other. So it's so foreign to me, but I think it would break me. And I felt really bad for Melissa. I did. Um, Luann says, well, I'm just terrified. I'm going to grow old with Ramona and have to (laughs) have her push her in a wheelchair around central park, which by the way, is a very real fear. You know, I mean, mean, sign me, sign me up for that show. Put that on. By the way, that is, you know, rest in peace, Betty white, but we got the new golden girls. Um, Uh, I love what this has turned out to be. And Kyle goes, Cynthia, I'm really sorry if I took it too seriously. And Cynthia just glares at Kyle. <laughs> just glares at the apology. At the apology glares. And yeah. Cynthia goes, I was a little irritated. You kind of kicked it off uh, wrong. And, uh, you know, you seemed very unwilling to go with it and have fun. And Kyle goes, okay. Like, oh, shit. She's not going <laughs> to let me get past this. It's like, ooh. And Kyle's trying to bring up, she has four daughters and that's why, you know, and Kyle says, I didn't mean to be a buzzkill. And Cynthia says, anyone who feels um, comfortable will give awards. And Ramona gets, Ramona gets who is the sweetest. And Ramona gives that to Melissa. Uh, Melissa says, I'd like to share this award with Miss Cynthia. Um, I don't know. This is like stupid. Best spot, Ramona, biggest boob, biggest boobs, Luann. No, no, that's not right. That's not right. Best smile, Teresa. (laughs) Kenya gets Kenya gives out the sexiest and she gives it to Kyle. Um, Cynthia says, Do you guys even want me to do the prettiest award? Um, oof, the the jabs, the jabs. And and Kyle says, Cynthia is so salty right now. I'm sorry, I was such a buzzkill. Um, Ramona gives out the shadiest that goes to Kenya. Um, you know, it ends and then we get the housewives after dark Chiron, Kyle and Kenya are dancing. Cynthia goes through the confessional confessional and goes, a girl can be so petty and has a problem about talking pretty. Um, she's disappointed. Kenya was late. I would never be late. Uh, and then Kenya in a confessional says, Cynthia was so short with me. I'm going to have to have a conversation with her. Um, Kenya says, she's just a little bit jealous. And then Cynthia says, potato salad. I should have stayed in since I'm the shadiest. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. Anyways. The potato salad makes a, a re- come back. Yeah. In this next, yeah. So yeah. Yes. And quite frankly, 
I would have thrown anyone under the bus. I would have been like, oh, fuck it. You want me to say who I think will die first? Anything for this great potato salad. Like, <laughs> once it comes to barbecue sides, like, I'm ready for war. So I would have been all in for that game. Um, okay, moving right along <laughs> to episode three. Uh, this is called Girlfriend, in parentheses, Interrupted, which is amazing. Uh, we get the open shot of seagulls, horses, uh, housewives are walking to the beach. There's a bunch of horses and Teresa's like, I want the white one. Um, all the housewives getting on horses is kind of majestic. And they're all riding into the water on the horses. And Melissa's like, this is very luxuriating. And all of a sudden Luann is galloping in the water. So Luann's like, I love it. I mean, I, I love the little filler filler scenes, but um, I'm surprised they were all game for the horses. Didn't all of them go? Usually yeah, someone's always, yeah. yeah. Teresa says she feels hot pee in the water. And then well, all the, Teresa goes, I feel hot pee. And then all of a sudden we get, housewives on the island, baby. Gotta uh, love it. So let the party start. The sun is hot, boy. Are you ready? When the Caribbean touches, make you go crazy. Island fever. Feel it, man. Feel it. We open up a Triton Villa. All the girls are back at the place. Kyle's doing a confessional. She's like, Oh, I love doing these confessionals rolling right out of bed. I think the confessionals are great. It's, you know, definitely stolen from the real world, but I love it. You know, oh, they did. You don't like steal it? That from... No, no, no. I didn't oh. even kind of make that connection. Um, real world connection, because I know you're watching all the new uh, real world stuff. But yeah, I like the late at night or the early in the morning. Yeah, it's it's way better. It's way better when it's fresh off the brain. Because I feel like confessionals are usually what months later. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of like, I mean, I wish like some scenes in Beverly Hills this season would have the right away confessionals. Imagine having it at Kathy's house after that dinner party with Rinna and the bell and like the Erica, like, Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, what? Wouldn't you love to see Erica Jane in a confessional afterwards of like, I was just very upset. That sucked. Like just the, the immediate show would reaction. Be, the show would be 10 times better. Oh, thank you. I it should. would, Ryan. They should hire you. They really should. I love that. So just me trying to get jobs this whole time. Um, <laughs> Isn't uh, that what are we all doing? Luann is checking herself in the mirror and she's like giving herself a fierce face. I just love Luann's love of herself. Like, I really, truly love it. Kenya, no, I, what? I would I would take a class on it, a master class. Oh, God. Um, Kenya is talking. Uh, she's in court right now on YouTube. Mm. She's frustrated, goes upstairs. Um, it's like, you know, we see the girls getting mic'd up for the day with crew. Uh, Melissa tells Kyle, you drank from 10 a.m. and you're still totally fine. You know, I mean, Kyle can put it away. Uh, yeah, she's probably been drinking like like Drew Barrymore style. Since oh, yeah. She was like 10. Like she so- can handle her shit, you know? Yeah, I think Kyle is way more seasoned in every aspect in the entertainment, you know, party scene. So Kyle's not doing dry January. No, but we are, Ryan. <laughs> well, 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 Monday, like I drank on the first, obviously. It's a holiday. Oh, wait, what do you mean? Obviously, I, I was happy to not drink on the first. I drank so much, not so much, but like I had at least a glass of wine every day over the holidays with my parents you know uh i i went to napa valley the second week in in december so everybody got wine for christmas 
And that's all I did. And that's how I think I beat Omicron. I do want to point out to people, Kate is doing this from uh, prison right now. This is, uh, <laughs> she's, she's in a, she's in a drunk tank at this point. From um, Alcatraz. Um, so Melissa, you know, uh, Kyle tells Melissa, I think Cynthia's mad at me since the Bailey. Yeah. And we get a flashback to the most pretty conversation. And, uh, I, uh, I do think it's funny that Kyle, you know, Kyle couldn't do this game or like Kyle, like, but she's totally cool with shit. Erica pulls like, I don't know. I just find it funny right. the way Kyle relates to these other women. Uh, we cut to Cynthia saying, I have some very strong opinions about last night. <laughs> and, we, <laughs> um, and then Cynthia pulls over Luann and she goes, Lou, jump in the bed and I'm going to walk and talk around you about what I'm upset about about last night. And she's known Lou for a year. And Lou's like, you know, she's like, Lou's amazing, very European. She can walk around naked and I can talk to her for real, for real. And I love, the, I just love hearing another person's opinion of Luann. Like Luann is a strong lady to Cynthia. Um, and didn't Cynthia say she was at the wedding for her yeah. and Tom? Yeah, yeah which so, is like four years ago, right? Yeah, so it was a very interesting, I'm loving these interesting inner um, city we find out like when people are friends, like this one surprised me. Yeah. But then when she kind of explained it, because I love a good European attitude, kind of like you're naked. Like, so what? Don't be uncool. Like it kind of fits. Like I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, Until she steals your man. She goes, she said, they goes, I give Kyle a pass. I'm a team player, but I came on the trip to, you know, become friends with Kyle and I'm already friends with Kenya and I hold them to two different standards. We cut to Melissa and Kyle um, and Kyle going, it also seems like she was mad at Kenya. And then we get a flashback of Kenya eating the mac and cheese. Cynthia says, it was very important to make sure Kenya, I I made sure Kenya was comfortable on this trip. I did the whole plane thing saying she's cutting the ties from her daughter. And I was hurt that Kenya twirled into dinner an hour late, rolled her ass right in, made her a plate of macaroni and goddamn cheese. You know who wants mac and cheese? I do. <laughs> Cynthia, that's her exact monologue. Well, and but to be fair, it's kind of like, you know, what I say to my sister sometimes when that kind of stuff happens to her. I'm like, you know, if you weren't so nice, you know, stuff like that probably wouldn't happen. Do you think anyone would do that at Kenya's party? No, they're too scared of her. You know, maybe it is time that Cynthia just becomes a stole cold bitch, you know. Yeah, I don't want anyone stealing macaroni before me at my barbecue. <laughs> Lou like says, it was a terrible thing. Lou goes, "That's a very gracious and elegant thing of you to do, Cynthia." Um, yeah. and Cynthia goes, "That's right. Money can't buy you class." And Luann goes, ah, ah. <laughs> "I think I love when people say Luann song titles to her. She loves it. She's like, oh, oh, that's my song, of course, yeah, yeah." And Luann on a talking head goes, Cynthia has expectations. Cynthia had expectations that uh, Kenya cannot live up to. No. Um, and Luann just says, you can pull her aside and tell her. And she's like, we are definitely having a conversation because that's my friend. Act like my goddamn friend. We cut to Ramona Ooh. doing some weights on the beach. Uh, Melissa says to Ramona, you in these outfits, you come island ready. Oh, no. She says that to Cynthia. Cynthia. Cynthia is wearing a beautiful yellow dress. Um, Teresa, this is great. This is the scene you're talking about earlier. They're sitting down uh, having some breakfast and Teresa goes, Michael, can I have some more potato salad? 
And Lou goes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And Kyle comes in and goes, yeah, I'm good on the potato salad. Cynthia gives Kyle the cold shoulder immediately. And Kyle again says to Cynthia, goes, I really hope I didn't make you feel bad last night. I'm sorry if I did. And Cynthia goes, you have apologized a few times. I respect your point of view. I changed the game several times. I reinvented the game. Like still just fucking cold in his eyes and also acting like the game is so complicated. Like I, Bill Gates, reinvented the game. Yeah, uh, poor poor Kyle. She's never going to be able to recover from this. Like, Yeah, like I've never seen Kyle apologize this much. Uh, I, I mean, at this point, I kind of wish Kyle would just be like, you know what? I said, I'm sorry, accepted it. Because I think, you know, Kyle can get snippy sometimes. Like, Definitely, I say go for it. Kyle I mean, gets really snippy with Sutton, and I don't like it. Oh, I know. That was, um, oh, poor Sutton. You know, it's because she knows that Sutton is weaker you know exactly but, yeah exactly they 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 you know bring it, it's like but sh- yeah i don't think she knows what she's in for with these atlanta ladies so it's kind of maybe it is kind of nice to see her just keep groveling you know what the question i would love to ask kyle is what, what? did you learn what did you learn that you would actually take into this next season like dealing with these ladies did it make mm. you question how you deal with the ladies on beverly hills someone get ryan bailey a producer kyle come on kyle let me let me talk to you babe um she doesn't i don't i think she got up like to be honest i i know she's aware of me but i think i i think i i was one of the people that made a post about her man hands way back in the day from that kyle remember she had that post where she held up her hands with the rings on it during the reunion two reunions ago and i I made a post about it that kind of like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I took that very seriously. Well, I guess once you lose her, maybe no. Okay. Maybe you um should just apologize over and over and over again. See if it works. Uh, obviously you're taking this very seriously, Kyle. Um, I, I'm willing to change the game for you, uh, Kyle, about your She hands. probably doesn't like your Freddie Mellencamp. <laughs> who's uh who's who is that you speak of this freddie mellencamp what a boring boring like your your beverly hills impressions are unhinged you have a special uh yeah, yeah that show really like just hits me at such a core yeah. gut level you know it's like i'm meant to talk about those ladies you um were meant. yeah it's it's kismet kyle says uh <laughs> um kyle asks to cynthia goes were you upset with Kenya last night? She goes, that's a me and sin conversation or that's a me and Ken conversation. And I'm right. like, Holy shit. She won't even answer a question. Kyle asks. No, and, not having it. Um, they talk about Kenya. Kenya's walking uh, upstairs right now to, to deal. And Kenya comes down after that and goes, I just, I had to do this court stuff on YouTube. And I'm like, holy shit give me the channel i didn't know this she goes everyone Uh, can see everyone can see my divorce proceedings um you know anyone can watch it it's not private people talk about money and i have to file paperwork about what i make and cynthia says i love kenya but i'm upset with her right now the fact that she's upset well we're both upset kenya I actually laughed at Cynthia the first time was when she was like, well, now we just both upset. I I love that Kenya actually has a divorce she's going through and Cynthia is just upset about her Bailey Q game. It's wild. Wild. Uh, And Cynthia just keeps eating through the whole thing. 
Um, I do like uh, uh, they asked. Wait, did we get to that? So Kenya says, Kenya says this is this has meant the most to me in life, and I have to talk about it. My divorce, and it's difficult to share with strangers. And Kyle says, Well, how long were you married? She's like, It'll be four years in June, but a year of that we were separated. And Lou goes, Do you want some potato salad? And Cynthia and Kenya goes for breakfast. No, it's like she like just like it's yeah. an aside. She goes, Are you kidding me? And and then she goes, hey, I, More people said yes than no. Okay, jokes on her. I just love that. Like she was like disgusting. Uh, Kenya lets us know she hasn't had sex in over a year, um, but she knows that her ex has. Um, and Kenya asks about dick pics. Does anybody get dick pics? And Teresa goes, in WhatsApp, I get porn videos. And I'm like, what? Like, I've never gotten a, I, I, have, I don't really frequent WhatsApp a lot. And then Luann goes, what about that stripper guy? What was his name again? And then it's like, bolo, 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 which by bolo. the way, I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if Bolo came in and Housewives After Dark at the end of the episode? Oh my God. And then Luann goes, you know, it almost goes down to his knees, his penis. The video someone sent me, he was on a cantaloupe and the melon, no. ex- the melon exploded. And Ramona just looks disgusted. She's like, I'm not a prude, but I don't like to talk about sex and buddy parts. It's about class. You want to talk like sluts? That's fine. That's not fine by me. And Teresa goes, ah, now I'm, now I'm horny. I got to go. I got to go have phone sex. And then somehow Teresa thinks that we need to know. She goes, I use my hand. I don't use toys. And Melissa goes, your own fingers on your hand. And Teresa goes, try it. You'll like it. I love when Ramona pretends to be a prude, even though she's probably the worst. But also I love the image of Teresa whacking off with her own hand, you know? Uh, I I don't want to talk about that. Her ex-husband's sex toys that she brings everywhere. It's a little too too close. I, I don't think she talks about him in this, but, you know, Joe's sex toy operation business do they talk about that i can't remember they talked about it i think we're like well i don't you know what i think they did mention it last season of like you know because remember she brought the sex toys over to right, all the okay. girls in jersey i'm mixing my seasons together um we cut to all the girls getting ready luann's room michael knocks and she's like he's like i have an itinerary for your lunch after volleyball the seaweed wraps and then and she's like i want a pedicure michael um uh and then he goes, when you have a face like that, no one looks at your feet. And uh, she's like, I can feel, I can feel when a guy likes to flirt. Michael's an attractive guy. And we cut to another scene of them flirting. And Teresa goes, are you married? And he goes, I am married. Yes. And Luann says, he's married, but not dead. I can flirt. And she goes, Michael's so elegant. And the, and then she tells Michael, the girls love you, Michael. So great job. And I'm like, I love that. Luann's like, everyone loves you, Michael. Like, just her, her way she of flirting need, is compliment. She needs to be real careful of those weird, like, you're so uh, well spoken. And yes, yes, she yes. Is you're so pretty. Really skating you're so pretty, the fucking Michael. line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. We didn't know you'd be so intelligent and well spoken. Yeah. Like, wow, there's a there's a brain up that in that hot head of yours. Ooh, oh my I just God. thought I thought you were all cock. <laughs> oh man, I all conch. No, nope. all all conch, Jack Michael. Um, 
cut to Cynthia ready to play volleyball. Kenya says, I'll slam your ass. Kyle's in heels in a ring. And Kenya tells Melissa, um, I, uh, I think Cynthia is mad at me. And Melissa says, yeah, she's annoyed. You came down late. And Cynthia uh, Kenya's like, no, my glam girl was late. And, um, you know, I think she, and Melissa goes, I also think she's mad that me and you are super clicky. Um, Melissa says, I don't see why she's so sensitive about it. Um, maybe she feels like you're hers. And Kenya says, a lot of people have fought over me. And, uh, Ramona then comes in the room and this is when Ramona's nips were just like out there, like, you know, and she's like, John's here to teach us volleyball. And I wrote, I'm looking at Ramona's nips. And Melissa says, I want these men to be with us and you all day, Ramona. And we cut to the volleyball. Um, Trey is now lifting hand weights in the back. Tree. Tree. Sorry. Trey. No, Trey. Trey. Tree. Tree. Oh, Trey. Oh, Trey right. is my nephew. So that's why I keep. <laughs> Trey songs. Um, and it's Larsa. Larsa. No, it's Larva. It's Larsa with an S. You know I'm calling her Larva like Larva. No, like but bug when larva. you say it other way, you, you say Larza. And I'm like, Larsa. Larsa. There you go. Sorry. That's just me screaming at my car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Ramona's like, I'm playing the damsel in distress, but I actually don't know how to serve. Um, let's <laughs> Sh- Shocking no one. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, let's face it. I have a rock hard, you know, she goes, let's face it. John's got a rock hard body and I need to learn some pointers. I love that they're saying John has a rock hard body. Like, I guess he's in shape, but like, I love to Ramona. This is an older man with a rock hard body. I I would agree with her. I I mean, mean, but like a rock, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's cute. I I think it's just very cute. Ramona's like, damn. We know that he's only dating young girls. So it's just adorable that she would think a, a bachelor of his lifestyle would have any interest in her. But I mean, I guess crazier things have happened. So um, Luann uh, says, I'm pretty good at volleyball. And we get a flashback of <laughs> two seasons ago when she gets hit in the face with a volleyball. Ramona, you guys, is just not good at volleyball. She keeps missing. There's like a montage of her missing. Missing. We finished the game. Uh, well, uh, Kyle goes, Ramona doesn't care about volleyball. She has other balls on her mind. Um, oh, man. Drinks are served. Ramona immediately spills a margarita on John's dog. Um, Kyle's dinner tonight, we find out she's going to have an astrologer and an intuitive there. And, uh, you know, and the spa day is today. Cynthia says, yeah, let's work out some tension. Cynthia asks Kenya, do you want to talk so we can relax and enjoy our massages? Um, and she goes, last night in my Bailey queue, a couple of things irritated me and you picked up on it. Kenya's, she's like, what are you doing? Kenya's like, I'm just putting my feet in the water. I feel like last night, Kenya, was my night and you waltzed in late with no apology, no sense of urgency, made you a plate of macaroni and cheese. And from that point, you could have been more supportive. And Kenya says, you know, the girl these girls are not in our inner circle. If, if someone says they're not comfortable with something, you got to pay attention to that. And Cynthia goes, I modified the game. I changed the rules. Kenya says, I listen to you, Cynthia. You listen to me. You have to adapt. And she's like, I did, but then you got mad. And she's like, no, I told you I was irritated with you for the reasons I said I'm speaking now. If Ramona did what you did, you would have flipped out on her, Kenya. It, the dinner would have come to an end. Right. And, 
And Cynthia's like, Ramona is not my friend. You are, Kenya. You're getting turned up, Cynthia, and I don't know why. What I'm trying to explain to you, it seems like you want to have a fight, um, Kenya says to Cynthia. And she's like, I don't want to have a fight. Uh, Cynthia goes, I'm just explaining to you that the girls were uncomfortable. No, Kenya says, I'm just explaining to you that the girls were uncomfortable, Cynthia. Um, the energy was off. All the girls were making faces. You, uh, and she's like, you were making faces with your eyes, Kenya. And we cut, <laughs> we, we actually do cut to Kenya actually rolling her eyes. In yeah. that moment, Kenya, I felt like you should have been more supportive. And you can tell me, you can't tell me how to feel. Like, this is that moment. She's like, you can't tell me how to feel, Kenya. I mean, there was no way. This conversation, I just wrote my notes, like, gets nowhere. Cut to yeah. massages. Yeah, cut to they're getting. Uh, Cynthia was like, my goal was to let my friend know my feelings were hurt and to get back on the same page. Lord knows she didn't get me. Um, so. Luann's like, did you guys have a nice walk on the beach? And <laughs> Cynthia's like, I did. I said what I needed to say. Melissa, they're walking back in the house and Melissa's singing Money Can't Buy You Class. And Luann's like, oh, yeah, Money Can't Buy You Class. Once again, she loves it. She loves it. She's really feeling herself in Triton Villa. Um, Tree is taking pics of Kenya and saying, you've got the best. You've got the best booty, Kenya. Um. She does. She really does. Yeah. They're eating lunch on the outside table. Luann asks Ramona, what's going on with John? When are you going to make a move? And Ramona goes, everything in time, everything in time. It's just friends. And if it goes somewhere, good. If not, we're still friends. Kenya in a talking head says now Ramona is being shy. That's not her. You know, that's not her acting classes down the hall. Ramona. Um, Ramona says Kenya can't even keep her husband. Flippity flop, not even a hot second. Like that's a brutal talking head from Ramona. Can't even keep her husband. I have some more breaking news. Oh no. Did Betty White die even, again? Did Betty White die again? No, I don't even want to tell you because you're gonna go off in a rant, but tell me. Or unless tell you or have you already seen the no. Tristan Thompson post? What? What he finally is like, well. Oh, I guess I do have another kid. The paternity test was confirmed and he goes on a long apology rant about Chloe. It's so pathetic. Is he still trying to get her back in the post? He's just like, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this humiliation and heartache. I've caused you like all this shit. Oh, anyway, what a guy. Some, someone sent me the not skinny, but fat. Like they screenshotted. What, what, did, what did she say? Oh, she just posted the screenshots, but I like how he really thought like, well, <laughs> I guess it's true. I guess, hey, I guess it's <laughs> official. I'm a new man. Wait, 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 I can't find the post. Where's the post? Here, hold on. Did he already take it down? It, I, maybe it was on his um, story, but oh. she made a post. I oh. just, I just DM'd it to you. Okay, today paternity test reveals that I... A father, a child with Marley Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you. <laughs> Regardless of anything. <laughs> again, I'm again, my bad. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Oops, I did it again. Uh, that's wild. Oh, uh, what a doofus i like oh. how he really thought we were gonna be like well maybe it's not true <laughs> like come on 
cut to Chloe getting back together with him. Like, well, he said it in a post. I actually think, I think they might as well. They might, they, Ryan, she might as well. She wants it. Just let her have it. Like, I don't think, I don't think she can do better at this point. Well, at this point, like who would truly, like in, in all honesty, who would take her at this point? Because like, it's, I, I mean, I don't mean like, I know a lot of like gross people will take her, but like, she's really like, this guy has really made her a clown, you know? Yeah. But at this point, if she wants to be a clown, you know, bring out the balloon animals, you know, just let her have what she wants. If she, you know, just now I'm kind know. of picturing Tristan making balloon animals in front of Chloe. <laughs> like what if that's like, he's like after the NBA, I'm really focusing on balloon animals. I'm not even going to make any money. So I don't know what all that, those messages he sent her were so hilarious. What he sent to that poor or that woman, not that poor woman, but whatever, whatever their situation was guys lie so much. Like, and, and I actually think even though you can publicly be like, Oh, it's, it's so known who he's with. I also think, it's so easy with Hollywood to have fake relationships. I don't know who I would believe. You know, if if someone told me they were in a fake relationship with a Kardashian, wouldn't you believe them? Like, you would probably believe them because yeah. it is that calculated. So how do you even know what's real or fake? Um, I, I mean, relationship I, truly, wise? I truly believe that he uh, he just like the, the thing that gets him off is the cheating. Like, I don't even think it's like an addiction sure. to sex. I think he loves to cheat. And you know what? He Good files his taxes as single, so I don't know what to do. Oh, oh, you're saying he should be able to cheat? No, I'm just saying they weren't married. She should just, you know, it, it's not hard. I know that they have a kid, and that's probably that's probably worse than marriage in terms of being able to, you know, separate. Um, so maybe I take that back, but I mean, mean, how just marry him already. But also like, why do ladies keep sleeping with this dude? Like, I mean, I know he's like, he's an attractive dude, but like, I I just, I don't know why, like, you know, like why, why do people keep doing this? I mean, it's the greatest question of all time, Ryan. I'm going to figure out the answer before I, you know, like that is my life's work is to figure out why girls ever like at this point just don't do it you're not it's not gonna turn out well for anybody you know hood investigative reporter whitney rose on the there's also the case there's only so much money you can get from this guy at this point you know the the pool is dwindling for sure i don't you know anyway sorry i hate to keep bringing you i mean by the way this is like this is this is what I love. Pop culture is always evolving. It's always moving. And I have kept you out of the sports, uh, the sports breakthroughs that I've been getting on my phone. So you're welcome. Oh, I I don't care. Exactly. I, I just, yeah, please don't. I don't care. It's um, just news on all fronts today. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, so Cynthia asked, "How does astrology work?" And Kyle's like. I definitely believe a hundred percent. I had a psychic tell me I was going to be a reality star on a reality show with my sister, Kim. And she saw premiere lights, which uh, she's like, and it always makes an interesting dinner party. And of course we get a flashback to the, he will never emotionally fulfill you scene. Oh, Amazing great. scene. 
And um, I feel bad for people who don't know that episode. Like I feel bad. Like, but but it's also a true joy to to uh, bring bring them to that episode. Like I love getting that and the christening episode, which we talked about in a second. Allison Dubois was that her name? Dubois. Dubois, yes. Yeah. I wonder if she would ever do the podcast. I know she's like a really still a high pray. Um, she gets paid a lot to do psychic work still like before the only if she comes dressed up like this woman came like and they've made such advancements in vaping since she vaped in oh, that right. episode. she was like right. one of the first vapors you right know? she could be the face of the jewel i mean she really was like the pie like the godfather or the godmother of vaping um, right trey says uh now we're talking about Teresa and melissa and trey says I, i'm always stubborn but I've gotten softer, haven't I, Melissa? And Melissa goes, no. No. Uh, um, and Cynthia goes, does it make you automatic besties being on the show? And Melissa's like, we respect each other now. And Ramona goes, true or not true? You didn't know she was going to be on the show until Andy called you. And Teresa's like, yeah. He says, your sister won't stop DMing me. She wants to be on the show. And Melissa's like, I did not. And she goes, take it up with Andy. Um Melissa goes, they still, they always try to get everybody we're friends with on the show. They still hit up my friends in the inbox. Um, she's like, the show's about family. Of course they're going to do that. Uh, Melissa goes, we weren't even talking at the time, Teresa. Teresa says, um, uh, Melissa says, you know, we never wanted to be on the show, which I don't necessarily believe. No, the answer here is somewhere in the middle. I just exactly, don't understand. Exactly. I just don't understand why. If Melissa did DM Andy, why that's a terrible deal? You, your sister-in-law is becoming famous. Like, why? Why wouldn't you want? Like, I, you had to have that for yourself. I don't know why it's a big deal if she was DMing Andy. Like, wouldn't we all if we had a family member? Yes, exactly. And by the way, thank God they got her on the show. That christening episode that they show a flashback of is just amazing. Uh, but Ramona's like. Right. Yeah, you're the you're, you're, you're the table flipper. It's your show. You're, it's your show. Uh, Melissa goes, I didn't know if we were going to do it, you know, but I, 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 I know they were interested in a family show. And Kyle goes, yeah, when I first got offered Beverly Hills, I was watching the wigs being pulled on Atlanta. And then I watched Jersey and saw that it was a family show. Um, and uh, Teresa goes, I said, I'm not signing the paper if you cast my brother. But then I finally signed it. And then they cut back to the christening episode, which was just top 10 episodes i think to me for me right and then trey goes again tree goes again have (laughs) you ever watched the godfather movie never go against your family Uh, i would go against my family if my next door neighbor had better potato salad like i'm jumping ship so (laughs) she goes i wanted to show america what family is truly about you never go against your family um, and Ramona asks another question and Melissa goes, you're not listening. She screams at Ramona and she goes, oh, she goes, oh, I started, I started third world three, world war three. And she says third world three. God, and she's an idiot. Melissa says, I've been on the show for 11 years. It's like beating a dead horse. Tree goes, I've been on since season one, on three, uh, which I find hysterical. Um, so now they're all changing. Michael has a towel up to Luann. And then Luann goes, Michael, look. And she takes the towel away. It's she, She's so horny for Michael. It's amazing. 
I mean, he's kind of giving it back to her. Oh, so. I agree. I agree. And you know, you know, we Michael's wife actually did an Instagram post of like she's like, I oh really no, I had no clue. Uh, yeah, the months ago when this came out. Um, so Interesting. I love Luann does this, and Michael goes, "That's too funny, Luann. That is too funny. <laughs> oh, I love that's your tits are too funny, Luann." <laughs> um, they're getting massages and seaweed. Cynthia is moaning about getting her feet rubbed. Um, like, just like, like moaning. Kenya says she's given us the soundtrack to her sex life. Um, Kyle goes, well, maybe now she's relaxed enough to forgive me. Um, this right? is when I saw the boob shot of Kyle and I was like, Kyle, Kyle, I like Kyle. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I got a thing for Kyle. I think, you know, you're not gay after all. Thank you. Oh God. I finally proved it to Kate. Um, yeah. Now uh, let's go watch Greece. So Luann, Luann is, Luann, Luann's going to get showered off and she's like nude again. There's a lot of, like I said, a lot of Luann nudity. Um, uh, Tree says, uh, Trey. Trey, sorry. Trey talks to Melissa. She's like, no, you wait. I just what? fucked it up and said what? it opposite. Not oh my God. Okay. I'd stop. It's because of, I have low wait, blood sugar. Tree? I okay, have low we're, blood we're, sugar. We're, we're almost done. We're almost a tree. Or I tray? need to go get some macaroni. Tree or tray? Tree or tray? Tree. What is it? Tree. Okay. And tree comes into Melissa and goes, you know, you, you, you know, you have your story. I have my story. And Melissa says, believe me, you're the last person I want to fight with. So they're fine. Um, <laughs> cut to 6 p.m. Island dinner party. Kyle says, uh, Ramona is currently terrorizing the other housemates. She's reading this from her phone. Like it's another leak, supposedly. Um, they get to this beautiful setting. We meet Jorge, the general manager. She calls Luann, he calls Luann beautiful. And she's like, I like you already, Jorge. They're taking group mm -hmm. photos and Ramona's bossing around the general manager. And he goes, I'm the general manager. Do not boss me. And Kenya says, that was a read. I was about to say the same thing to her. And Kyle comes up to him. He goes, sorry about that. She can be a little bossy. And he goes, I've noticed. Um, Ramona meets the astrologer and she's like, the astrologer is like, I'm here to tell you your fortunes. Melissa, this is really bizarre. Melissa goes, you look like that cartoon character, you know, the beautiful one, the one with the Dalmatians, which is Cruella DeVille. And Kenya goes, in a talking head, goes, how do you feel? You, how do you feel? You're not being shady, but you say she looks like a crazy villain. That's an insult. I mean, it really was a weird comment. However, I watched that Cruella origin Emma Stone movie. Oh. So now my image is like of a fashionable woman. So like now I'm tainted and think it is a compliment. <laughs> like Emma Stone being a fashionista in London was the whole uh, premise of that movie, the Cruella Deville origin story. So I'm like, oh my God, what a fabulous woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the way, Melissa should have, then clarified that it was from right. the Emma Stone movie, you know? Right. You've been like, oh no, like the beautiful actress. <laughs> um, okay. So we, uh, we go in, we're talking about the charts. Um, she's like, from your charts, I've extracted what makes you incredibly special. We're going to start with our hostess, Kyle. The key to your chart in your past lives, you were often a man. And she's like, I've heard, and Kyle's like, I've heard that before. And they're like, you were a general in a past life. And she was like, I was literally told that. <laughs> like, wait, it's okay. Oh my God. And uh, Ramona says the astrologer got it wrong 
if anyone was a man, it's Luann. <laughs> Just because she's tall. Come on, guys. Yeah. We cut to the flashback of that, of, of uh, Ramona going, Luman. And Ramona goes, because I'm tall. And she's like, no, because you're Luman. <laughs> Terrible. She tells Kenya, you're supposed to be a shaman in the past life and now. And Kenya immediately looks displeased. Um, Ramona says, oh, have you, have you so thought about that? Do you, do you want to do that? And Kenya goes, no. No. Um, <laughs> and the astrologer goes, you had a challenging childhood. Your mom left you. She's stuck in a past life. That's why she treated you this way. She had a child with the king, but it was out of wedlock. And you were the heir to the throne and everyone was trying to kill you. It's just, yeah. So she protected you by saying you weren't alive. And Kenya goes, sounds like a Lifetime movie. Um, she's like, I may have been a son of a bitch, but not in a past life. Um, <laughs> so immediately didn't, you know, and Melissa at this point is like, why is everyone like, nobody's just like a window washer, you know, nobody's like a toilet. Yeah. Scrubber, you know, everybody uh, was a king or the son of a king or a general. It, yeah. It didn't make it so believable. Yeah. Cynthia says, you know, Cynthia, you were married to a powerful man, a visionary. And she's like, I've heard that Melissa was a beautiful princess of a small country. Uh, Teresa used to be a seductive dancer. Ramona was a queen and Kyle goes, well, now it all makes sense. Um, and, Kenya says the only real royalty here is a countess and a Miss USA. Um, my friend said, uh, always said this about like Luann. And I, I thought this was an interesting comment. Luann really wants to have a black friend. Like, I really thought that was interesting. Like, you know, like she's like, and I thought, no, really? Like she's really, do- what, why, why are you making that face? I'm, I'm listening. I'm no, processing. because if you think about this past season, she had already done with Ebony. It didn't go well. Like, is there any kind of play in that thought of like, she's really trying to reach out and be very friendly after the season when she kind of had issues with Ebony? Do you think there's anything there? Oof. No? Uh, maybe. I mean, I think maybe they're always strategically, maybe not because of Ebony, but I think they're, I think they all know they need to cross that boundary and not look clicky with just the other white girls for sure. Um, But yeah, she's kind of calculated that way, but I I do worry about because Luann, like we mentioned earlier, has very like um, condescending tones and that's going to come off really badly if she says that to an African-American woman, because there are so many microaggressions out there uh i almost would rather her not because yeah. no, she's gonna I, get herself in hot water yeah soon. totally um kenya lets us know with the miss usa she started winning when she was talking it wasn't her beauty which by the way she's stunningly beautiful so and I, it's, it's like hard. okay okay like she is I'm a, i want that a good talker that. but like she's stunningly beautiful i'm gonna research and see if we can get that miss usa scorecard oh my god that would be amazing um cynthia says I, Cynthia, again, getting her, getting her feelings hurt. Cause she tries to jump in on this conversation mm-hmm. and Kenya rolls right over her. And she's like, you know, I try to jump in this conversation seven times. She barged all over me. Um, every time, you know, it's just so offensive. It's crazy. Cynthia is talking about being a judge for the Miss universe uh, pageant. She's like, it's the hardest thing I ever did, which is ridiculous. In the Philippines. Yeah, she goes, 
Uh, and Cynthia lets us know, I thought with me and Kenya on this trip, it was going to be us versus them, Thelma and Louise. And it's not. And then all of a sudden we get the housewives after dark. We're back at the house. Kyle screams, Woo! let's get the party started. Come on, Cynthia, let's party. And she's like, I probably got one drink left. Uh, Cynthia is already she, like Kyle again, trying Kyle grasping. Oh, and Cynthia is like, shuts it down. She's like, well, she said she had an hour in her. Kyle, you got to let people sleep, you know? <laughs> well, I do like my sleep, but. Uh, Kyle says people are dropping like flies. And then they FaceTime. Ramona and Kyle are the only ones there. And they FaceTime with Mauricio, who looks like he's out to lunch with somebody. And she's like, I need to know how to make a margarita, Mauricio. And uh, she tells Ramona, you got to listen to the Mexican Ramona uh, in regards to her <laughs> husband. And that's the end of the show. We did it, Kate. Thank you. I know this was such so long. You did it. Welcome back to the show, baby. I, next time you better be serving potato salad. Hey, next time we should do it in person. Really? I should come. We got, I got to come out to Texas. Yeah. Come to the new investment property. Um, <laughs> come out then, to Texas, baby. And if Omicron calms down, you need to have the Bailey barbecue. Oh my God. And, the Bailey baby. Well, if I do, if I really, cause I, this, if I do the Buca de Beppo thing, would you fly down for that? If it if it fit in the schedule, you know Kara's gonna have to come with me. I can't oh, go yeah, without my sidekick. I would but I would love for Kara to come. Are you kidding me? I think you should do it like Kansas City style barbecue since you're originally and from the Kansas area. I think you should do. Oh yes, my roots. I need to respect my roots. You gotta you gotta represent that Olathe. Um. So Kate, you can find Kate, and I'll put this on the show description as well. Instagram at Middle Kate, and on TikTok, it's what is it? Was it was it like Middle Kate twenty nine or something? Middle Kate forty nine. Middle Kate forty nine. Um, Damn and, that person, whoever got that handle. Reach out to her. She does love talking to uh, fellow Bravo fans. I I know that. So, um, is there anything? I do. I plug? love everybody. No, I know you. You're like no. I I'm saying you've started real friendships. Uh, especially with your Australian friend that you didn't remember her name from earlier. Oh my God. And she just posted your story and my story. Okay. Well, it's give because... her a shout out. What's her name? What's her name? I... Well, you read the name from the story. The, the no, I just, I just have her handle. Yeah. What's her handle? Her handle is underscore J F O T I underscore. Hey, Jafoti. <laughs> um, is there anything else that we need to promote? Is there anything else we should be on the lookout of your life? Um, if anybody wants a non-insurrectionist realtor in the greater Dallas area, hit me up. Now, is there any surrectionist realtors you recommend besides Jenna Ryan? Is there, if we're, it, if we're going in about 60 days, I'm sure she'll be free to help you. Okay, good. Okay. Well, <laughs> we love you, Kate. Thank you so much. I know this is a supersized episode. You guys remember, you can sit with these episodes. This is going to be here forever. So I want to have us on record talking about this show. So here you go. Here it is. And we will talk to you on Wednesday. Say goodbye, Kate. Bye. <laughs> Betches.